right, well, let's start the episode for realsies. We'll see. I'll listen back through that to see if there's any. <laughs> no, there's nothing redeemable. There's everything's there, gonna get us canceled. There might it. be one or two lines that would be funny to have right before the opening. We'll see. We'll listen, see. Kyle. <laughs> uh, Tim has uh, podcasted with Derek for years. Like we're fine. Like, oh man, yeah. the, things, the things that I should have cut that I didn't. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot oh, same things. thing with uh, Jeff and I's old podcast where he's like, I know we said a lot of crazy shit, but like no one <laughs> listens, and I didn't want to edit, so I just threw it up. I'm like, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'll roll happened. that dice with you. I don't care. That's it. All right. Well, I don't know if uh, Jeff or Derek are going to be able to join us tonight. I think Jeff will be jumping on as soon as he's free. Um, Derek, I don't know if he'll be able to join us or not, although I wish he works. I think he, out of all of us, is the only one that's definitely the only one playing Outriders World Slayer DLC. And I do want to get his impressions on that, but we'll Very have important. to wait on those. I don't know. <laughs> Kyle, I didn't hear what you said, but I assume it was nothing positive. I already have the I already have the platinum, so yeah, that's fair. Uh, and then also Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which I do fully plan on getting and playing. I just haven't yet, and I think Derek already got that too. So um, maybe he's playing those instead of meeting with us right now. Probably that's probably what's happening. Lucky. Um, so I, do you guys did either of you play either of those by any chance? No, I I just felt like I didn't play enough. Like I have a lot of Rise to play still, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I don't know if I want to buy Monster Hunter DLC when I still have a lot of that Prime game to play still. Episodes brought to you by Jack and Coke, by the way. That's, Ooh, nice. that's what's in there. And no, I'm not going to play outright. I'm just not going to play them. Sorry. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, yeah. Really, I, I really wish I, I had played a little more of Rise so I could like really be stoked about this like DLC. I, yeah. it, um, you know, I played like 14 or 15 hours of that game, but like it's not enough. Dude, I'm same. Not, I'm not going in with like top tier gear, and I don't even know if that this how this DLC works. You know, I guess I'm a little out of the loop on the expansion, so I, so I if, would to hear about someone who was playing it. So, if anyone uh, that's listening or is watching hasn't gone to check this out, go check out the uh, Nintendo Direct reaction. I actually gave um, Monster Hunter Rise that same exact thing that Kyle just said. Like I've played, I think I've played maybe two dozen hours, maybe not quite, maybe twenty hours or so. Some of that was spent playing with Kyle. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's also fun solo. Like it's just a really great Monster Hunter game. For some reason, it didn't do the same thing that Monster Hunter World did, and that I couldn't play anything else. I only wanted to play this, and I don't know why that is. It's nothing wrong with the game whatsoever. I don't know if it was I think it's just phases. Timing. You know? like, yeah, just, phase, yeah, I just wasn't in the right yeah. phase for it. Um, but uh, anyway, I put maybe 140 hours into Monster Hunter World. I think Dude, that that so, game yeah. is. Yeah. one of the greatest games that come out in the last like yeah. 10 years you know yeah i completed so. that on one console and then played a good 30 40 hours on another one like i love That's that game brave That's super brave to start that game isn't over, it yeah. isn't it brave? Yeah. thank you <laughs> thank you for acknowledging that for me um so at some point we'll have some sun ra- sun break um impressions for well, you just not i guess today. i'll have to change the thumbnail <laughs> yep take it out of there we don't have enough hey, we talked about it you know <laughs> yeah yeah sure yeah <laughs> we, we referred to it vaguely it's like, like half the thumbnail so. you never, none of us played it you know <laughs> i think there right, well, are monsters in them in the game and you hunt them right i mean you hunt them yeah yeah there's probably some sun breaker in it right? you break the sun right yeah, and then you gotta break the, some sun mm-hmm, yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. um so we usually try to keep it p around here which means positive for those of the you who are uninitiated we try to keep it p no, we don't. But, uh, we do, Jeff. We do. No. But what are we? What are we a, crapping on right now? What are we? Doing I have a recommendation to tell you to avoid. This is usually the kind of game that most of us would be like, "Oh, the art style is cool. It is, and it looks like it could be fun. It does look that way." But I downloaded <laughs> Source of Madness, 
and within 30 minutes requested a refund from Steam to their credit, gave it to me. Like I have that on my wish list, so I'm going to go I that right don't now. <laughs> think it's good at all. The movement, it's very floaty uh, and weird. Yeah. The combat is... You know what? I don't have to go into too many descriptions on this. There's so many good side-scrolling action RPGs. There's so many good ones, and this is kind of in that same vein, and it's not good. Uh, there's some creative things that they're doing artistically and whatever with the movement. I just don't like it. I think it's not fun to play. So... Mm. I recommend against Source of Madness, despite the fact that the art style does look pretty cool. Um, but everything has a ragdoll effect on it, which is very strange, too, whether they're attacking mm. you or they're dead. And their dead body of these giant monsters kind of flops around the screen. It's hard to see. And then, I don't know. It's all it's, it's just not not my favorite thing. It oh. looks like, um, I mean, not looks like, but I guess it's it's the same style of game of, um, like, Moonscars. I, I put up that demo of Moonscars, and that game is sick. Um, so some of the combat actually reminded me, well, the dashing, at least the movement reminded me of, you know, you know, an Ori when you finally upgrade to the dash where you kind of hold right. in a button in a direction. So it has that element to it. Okay. That's probably the only positive, like the actual attacks are not. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. And the hitboxes are very strange. Like you could have a monster <laughs> that's filling up this much of the screen, but the hitbox could be here. So you can kind of go th- like, it's yeah, a very yeah, small yeah. little core hitbox, which is just very odd. It's very, mm-hmm. very odd. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh... so. There you go. There's one to stay away from. I wanted to throw that. That's one. rare. That's rare for us guys. Yeah, stay away from Source of Madness. Um, one that uh, I did finally play. I mentioned it, but I wanted to say that I actually played through the demo of Contraband Police. This game is hilarious. Uh, it's not intentionally funny, and it's not like it's a bad game that's funny. It's just this idea of being a simulation game where you are in a make-believe, very Russian-like country, or actually, you're more like a country that probably borders on a country like Russia. Mm. It's a it's a made-up place, but they all have accents, and it looks like they're coming in from places like Russia. And you're a border patrol agent, essentially. You get trained on how to match up their papers with their their permit with their passports, and whether or not to stamp them to approve or not, and then whether to tell them to get out of the car and go the search papers, the car. Please. Like it's hilarious. Well, you actually can search their car too, and you can use all these different weapons to like rip open the the uh, the seats and stuff, and look under their engine, and and you're trying to find contraband. That's literally what you're trying to do. And then when you're done for the uh-huh. day, you go sleep in your trashy trailer. And by the way, the guys that you, anyone that you find contraband, you put them in your little holding cell, and then you can drive them to the labor camp down the road, and you <laughs> and you get money for that. So this game is wow. hilarious. This game is so why. Fun. Why am I not surprised that this is a game that you play, Tim? You love doing <laughs> games that He's are... Like, you could you could wreck people's lives. It's so hilarious. It's great. Like, Tim loves playing games that are, like, things that you can actually do in real life. Like, uh, yeah, mowing yeah, lawns, you know, flipping houses. What was he talking houses. about that I blew off in the chat, like, a moment ago? I was just like, don't, I don't, you know, I don't care. Oh, I said, I said House Flipper. You said, is that a yeah, TV show? You know no, what? Don't answer that. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, no, House Flipper's on Game Pass, guys, if you want to do I some... Pour, I, this is land. coming from the guy who's played 14 hours also of, like, gas station simulator so yeah. you know i'm, I'm not uh I'm, i shouldn't be throwing stones so i'm sorry no, it's just <laughs> funny continuing this theme that tim has <laughs> going is fun listen i at one point i used to pretend like no i just try them out because what like no i actually enjoy for some reason these kind of mindless um exercises in like real life stuff that i don't actually right. have to go do it in real life i don't know why i don't know what it is yeah. part of it living in colorado i haven't mowed an actual lawn in six and a half years no, mm-hmm. seven years now. I haven't mowed an actual lawn. So that's why things like the lawnmower thing, I'm like, all right, let me do this. This is kind of fun. Uh, but all that stuff, I lose interest in all of it after not too long, but it's just fun for a little bit. I don't know right. why. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. But, Whatever makes you happy, Tim. Whatever you know, I think of it actually almost like a puzzle game a little bit. Like you're just trying to figure out the most um, 
uh, I think, can't think of the right word, but like the most cost effective and time efficient Streamlined. to get things done. Yeah, it's yeah. so silly. It's very, very silly. But contraband police, the whole idea of it's funny because uh, because it's in a very it feels very real world in terms of like, oh, is this anti-Russia? Is this just happened? Yeah. Is it made by someone? Like, it just feels very interesting because sure. you're trying to stop all these horrible smugglers from whatever the countries are. And they're all made up countries. But um, anyway, it's pretty funny. Uh, there's a demo out for it. The game's not out yet, though. Um, but I want to hear what you guys think about another demo that just dropped, and that's Live Alive. Or is it Live uh, Evil? I don't know. When I looked at the picture, it looked like evil on the other side of it. Well, maybe that's the pl- maybe that's what they're trying to... Maybe. Yeah. I mean, is, is it not is, is it live alive let's live it alive live? yeah it's live alive. not live. live alive oh no i think i've been saying live alive too to be honest <laughs> i mean live i can alive. double we could check the nintendo thing again i don't do know they, they i don't know if they say how to say how to pronounce say it, it. Yeah, oh you would have to curious. listen to see what they say yeah yeah, yeah yeah so we can all agree it's a stupid title that's that's what jeff jeff you just got here shut up god um I'm what an emotional I journey that. I had with this game. To be yeah, honest. let's let's talk about your thoughts on the demo, which the game doesn't come out for another three weeks. But what do you guys think about the demo? Yeah, this is one of my most anticipated games, and I jumped like right into the Japanese ones, uh, oh, the yeah, Japanese yeah. chapter. And I was like, I want to play as a ninja. That sounds cool. Uh, apparently, a lot of the tutorial isn't there if you just like jump into right into that tutorial or right into that chapter. So I was frustrated. I had no idea. I was like, I don't know how to like. Uh, like uh, get across this map i don't know how what it wants me to do uh, uh, it seems like all the characters are too hard to, to fight you know um uh, it took dan like to giving me a lot of tips to actually like Kyle, get through this game you could even say that i was being like your shifu a little bit no huh? i'm not gonna say huh? that i'm 100 huh? just saying that. he will not huh? he'll not go there huh? I will actually not say that now. Um, you know what? I, I, I take back that. all of my yeah. help. I'm erasing all of that from your... Yo, from your... yeah, well, you know, I beat the game, so... Period. <laughs> I beat the demo. Uh, yeah, no, 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 but I, 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 I hated what I was experiencing at first. I just, I mm. couldn't wrap my head around it. Nothing was clicking. I, I felt like yeah. everything was, like, obtuse for no reason. Well, yeah, I, you know, I didn't have the game explained to me, really. So I, I went back and played the first level, which was, like, the... Uh, uh, Chinese kung fu, you know, kind of story. Very crouching tiger hidden. Direction. I just kind of hit a of the China, menus, right? and it started me there. So I guess I just kind of hit go. See, and like yeah. it started me. Like if I were to just hit A, like if I kept on going through, it would have started me at the future one. So that, that's oh. why I was like, oh, so I could just pick whatever I want. You know? See, it like, looked like uh, Octopath Traveler, where you kind of picked. It did. Yeah. So it looked like. So I right. didn't think it mattered. Either I got way. those. I got those vibes as well. Yeah. yeah. I don't uh, think it does, but like. I just happened to do the Imperial China one first, and then I did the future one, China. and then the Ninja one, China. Um, China. And that, so like, I basically had already played the whole thing. I was like, oh, it makes sense to start with the Imperial China one because I think it's just more flushed out and kind of like explains. I think it explains the radar a little better, to be honest. And uh, again, maybe like I, I skipped over something in the, the starting the Japanese chapter first. I'm not exactly sure, but like I, I just know that when I started playing the the Kung Fu one, like it, it was clicking a lot better. Mm-hmm. You're a little more powerful, like you were saying, Dan. You have some extra help. In that chapter in terms of your right. team so like i felt like the uh got several moves to pick from this yeah you do and it's 
it's really in depth if you really want to like uh, create some distance between you and a character or uh, close some distance between you and a character. There was one move I was doing where it was called like something retreat, like monkey retreat, and like you go yeah. up and like slap them a bunch of times and backflip two spaces back so you create some distance, you know. Yep. Yep. So it's really cool, uh, you know. Um, once you really start like understanding how that combat works, uh, is it which fair to very... call this a turn-based strategy game with the grid? Kinda. I feel of. like it's got that action bar. So it has like the a... grid. Uh, it does have the grid, yeah. But, but if you don't that, move, everything freezes, right? So, like, I don't know. Like, are, are the so, action bars filling, or is it whenever you move the action bar? So fills? everything's happening, I guess, sort of real time because essentially, like, if you if you basically just kept moving your character, the other characters will the enemies will eventually just start kind of moving towards move. you too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not like it's Except not the like tigers, they're real dumb. They'll sit there. But, right. Oh yeah, but, I stayed there in that forest and just grinded those tigers for a while, which you didn't like, have to. But it's not whatever. like you're moving and then like end turn and then like the the enemy moves end turn, <clears throat> so it's not quite like that. But yeah, yeah. Um, um, it's a little more involved. I feel like it's a cross between like Final Fantasy Ten Two and uh, Chrono Trigger. You know, with the with the way that the action gauges are. But like, if you just sit there, like the enemy will, I think will will overtake you like it'll, it'll yeah. you know it'll take its turns without you taking yours so yeah uh but it's your movement really is very to... important compared to something yeah like where, where you're spaced at and like where where you are matters. and where you're attacking from matters you know yeah. so and i feel like that's very R rts you know like the tr triangle strategy is like hey if you're attacking from the side the front and their back you're doing different damage and stuff like that so uh, uh yeah. spatial awareness is 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 important for this game i, I yeah. feel like uh much like you know a tactics game um, I really ended up enjoying it a lot. You know, I, I was actually surprised at the 180 I did because I was super frustrated, like with this game at first, and I was just like, "Well, this is what happens when you just don't, you know, have good tutorials, or if it's user error, which it could have been." And I skipped all of them. You know, like, um, yeah, that could that could have been a, uh, an issue as well. But it's definitely a game you want to take your time with and like, uh, you know, just uh, try and understand the mechanics because it's not just like something you go in and you have the comfort of a menu to. Um, you know, like really choose like your moves like that. You really need to know what your moves are doing, where it's going to leave you. There's moves that like that you can put down that are like area effect, and if you just stay there, like you'll hurt yourself. You know, so it's like mm. there's there's just a lot going on in terms of like where you need to be spaced at, and uh, that ended up really working for me. Yeah, because stuff affects the whole ground. <laughs> yeah, on that grid for mm. a little bit of time. That's interesting. Um, I love the 2D, 3D visuals. I think it looks really nice. I think it. Yeah. The style works. Of course, we've seen this before in a few other games that have done it, but uh, I think they do a good job with it in this one too. Um, the combat didn't. I played through um, the the whole Imperial China one. I started one of the other ones. I forget which. I think I started the Japanese one. Maybe I can't remember. Like well, a were you a ninja or were the uh, ninja? I mean, yeah, ninja. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't think that the combat's just not my favorite thing. Like I get if it's fun for some people. Like I totally fine. But I just to me the combat isn't. I shouldn't say it's not clicking because it makes sense to me. I, I get it. I'm just not having that much fun with that kind of combat right now. And it could be what Kyle, you were talking about earlier with a, a phase that I'm in. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, I'm in the mood for this or I'm not. So I don't know if it's that. It definitely could be that. Or if maybe I'm just more particular about a grid-based battlefield type combat than I realized. And now that I'm seeing this version of it, I'm like, no, I don't like this as much. This is not my favorite grid-based combat. If yeah. we were going to start ranking, you know, like hard grid-based like uh, tactics games, like this is this is one that I feel... Mm. I don't, Sometimes I don't even know where I'm moving. Like I'll, act, I'll move one extra spot that I don't want to, and I feel like there's, okay. some, kind of, there, there's some kind of grid stuff there that I, I don't love. Um, for well, sure. I'm also playing a little bit of that King Arthur game I talked about, and uh, I'm... 
um, that King Arthur Knight's Tale, and that is also a grid-based tactics RPG, although it's different than this. Obviously, it's much more XCOM-like. But um, I don't know if it's that. Like, I kind of prefer that style a lot more. I, I don't know what it is, but I love the art style here, and I like, I think, the uh, the overall style and the characters and the colors and, and the presentation is all great. And I think people will enjoy this game if that's what you want to play. Um, but I'm glad I played the demo because now I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna buy it. But I I do I do think some folks will enjoy it. So Dan, what did you think? Um, oh, uh, before uh, I looked up the trailer, it is live alive. So live, live alive. alive, and obviously cool. so it's even more YouTube. ridiculous. Got it. Stupid yes. name. Well, it's very Japanese. Jeff is a stupid name. Um, so clear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everybody's named Jeff. I know this. Thank you. <laughs> Every white man is Jeff. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I mean, the combat is, to, I've not really seen something quite like, where it's like, it's a mixture of like all these little different things. It's yeah, RPS, yeah. It's, it's like just straight up RPG, but then it's like, again, there's no, there's no like ATBs or like end So help me out with the RTS thing. I don't see a real-time strategy element here. No, 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 just more the grid, I mean. Like the kind of traditional like RTS. Like, like tactics, yeah. He, yeah, like a I'm tactics I'm assuming he game. means Sorry. like tactics. Sorry, I mean okay. like a tactics game. Okay. Um, like okay. a Final Fantasy Tactics. Or... I was thinking like StarCraft or something like that. Like no, RTS. no, no, no. Okay. Uh, and that's what an RTS is, and I, I, I use RTS like Dan does. I, I'm following and, you. And to be fair, Dan and I are wrong. So, But I use it the same way, Dan. Yeah, so. I won. <laughs> yeah. Never wrong. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think it's... um. I don't know if it's like purposefully, like kind of like how I figured out the Imperial China um chapter is like easier. Like I, I kind of maybe up from the outside, I don't know if like difficulty levels or like some kind of like system that tells you like, oh, maybe start with like this, but it, it clearly wants you to pick whatever you want to pick. So, I mean, yeah. there's no specific order to play them in, but it does seem like, I mean, Kyle jumped into the, um, into the feudal Japan one and, and was having a little bit of a trickier time. Cause it's like, yeah, there's no, there's no awesome. mini map in that one. Mm. Um, they just, they not yeah. do tutorials because in the Imperial China one, they were showing me tutorials as I went. There's through. tutorials yeah. for certain things. Yeah, okay. I think aspects. I think I think each chapter okay. focuses its tutorial on different aspects that are specific yeah. to that chapter. Gotcha. You know, um, okay. but yeah. but there are some things that like cascade across, like the radar, like right. for once, you know. And I try and follow those orange dots I was talking about, you know, which is like leading you to the main quest. Like that is something that you can teach, like that learn across all three chapters. But it's something I felt like was only talked about in the China in the China chapter. So yeah. okay. if you didn't play that first, you didn't really get it. I, I again, I could have skipped over it, like uh, you know, in the uh, uh, Japanese uh, tutorials, but uh, I felt like it was really clear uh, in the Chinese well, tutorials. In the in the um, Ninja one too, it's like it's almost like more specific where it, you kind of get that actual like scroll. You get it like a map of the of the grounds mm -hmm. of, of that facility that you're infiltrating. So it's almost kind of like use that because like depending on what section you're in, when you bust that out, it actually colors it in. So you mm -hmm. kind of like know where you are on that map. So it's trying to almost like make it a little extra like I'm actually looking at a map. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that one's like a little more difficult because you're just the single ninja infiltrating this place where like literally everybody's a bad guy there. They're they're all trying to be sneaky. Like some of them are like like maids or whatever. And if you like respond to them in a certain way, be like, I know what your deal is. And they're like, ha, ah, I thought I was fooling you. And then you start a fight. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it, it, I I think it's cool. It, it's it, the combat is unique to me. It was clicking for me because I do I do like kind of like how Kyle described like certain moves have certain elements to them that add a bit of strategy to them. Like you're hitting an enemy, but then it makes you kind of do a flip a couple squares back. So you're kind of mm -hmm. giving yourself some space. Things like that. Um, I think that's pretty cool. So I, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what the other chapters um, 
give and kind of what the I want to play the Cowboys chapter bad. Like that's that one's cool. Is yeah. um the are they narr- connected in any way? Do they connect like the people from? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if maybe like further down the line, everything kind of connects as one. Maybe. That's what I loved about Octopath, which by the way, now that I'm right. mentioning it twice, I really want to go back and play that game and finish it because I never finished yeah. that game. That one yeah, felt so separate too. That's kind of what I wasn't liking about it. Everything felt so like disconnected. But they com- they start to combine. Like I remember in Octopath, okay. the, the paths start to inter- intersect and you start to yeah, join yeah, up yeah. together and it's really cool when that happens. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I threw it. Will I you guys a, buy this game? Will you buy uh, Live Alive? I feel like I need to beat Triangle Strategy before I buy like another oh. strategy adjacent, you know, art. but I, I am going to play it uh, for sure. And um, I just and I'm probably going to end up buying it day one. But I just know the responsible thing to do is <laughs> not buy it because I have another JRPG in my life right now. So, yeah, I was um, I was definitely intrigued enough by the demo for sure. I'm, I'm very curious about some of the other like the near future one looks pretty cool. It has like yeah. I think it has like almost like a little world map. So like mm-hmm. this, it, it almost feels like a. I don't know how many characters there are, but however many there are, like it's like eight different games. Yeah. All kind of like combined, like mini RPGs combined into one, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. Jeff, what are you going to play this one day one? Dropping all 60 bucks on this one or 50? I have had time for zero games this week, guys. I don't know what to tell you. That's what you told us. That's it. That's always watching TV. You just, yeah, that's, you just said that. It's so not just that. TV. It's like the studio time. And then I get home like at 7 p.m. And I'm like, well, I don't have time for anything. Uh, but uh, you get home at 7 p.m. and have no time for you sound like the oldest man in the world. <laughs> yeah, after studio time, uh, which takes up like most of the day, yeah. Um, when I get home, I don't want to do anything because mentally I'm just spent. I'm having yeah. to overthink certain sections of songs and what we get it. You're a pop star, we get it. You're, you're a very <laughs> famous uh, musician. We get I'm it. a very, very successful, very famous. I'm too big. He is basically the male yeah, Taylor Swift. Basically, <laughs> I am the male. Ma- I am Swift. male Taylor Swift at this point. Uh, which I guess would be Harry Styles. I don't know. What's the equivalent? I have no idea. Mm. Um, so Ed Sheeran, I guess, the, I guess Ed Sheeran's the equivalent. There you go. Ed Sheeran. We nailed it, guys. Um, Does he complain about his girlfriends in every song? Or I will. Uh, I don't. I have no idea. I don't listen <laughs> enough to his lyrics to know. I don't even notice. Um, he raps a lot sometimes. Ooh, I don't like that. No. He's he like, was in an episode like of British Game of Thrones. Like, not, not, not the, I, I like rap fine. Don't want rap from him. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, hello, I'm Ed Sheeran, and I'm rapping yeah. in the song. He was in, uh, he was in Game of Thrones at some point, I think. Yeah, yeah it's a new one. It's they really new. didn't like yeah, that. No, get out of here. Get out of here, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I hate all of this. Uh, so I, I do have this one downloaded with the intent of playing at least a demo uh, before I make a decision. But I will yeah. use the demo to make a decision if I'll buy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's nice it's to got, have that. I think you got... I'm on the Dan's fence. Gonna buy it. It sounds like Kyle <laughs> probably will, but maybe not right way. Yep. I'm probably not gonna buy this game, and then uh, so yeah. So we'll we'll cover the whole gamut. <laughs> the whole I'm gamut. Sure. Yeah. And I will still end the year with not having touched the demo yet. Yeah, that's fine. It's, that's totally. I'm gonna get to it, guys. I'm, that guy. to it. I'm fine yeah. with being that guy. I'll, One thing I'll I want to mention too is the demo progress apparently carries over, which is very cool, uh, especially because yeah, the game that. comes out in a couple of weeks. So that's that's nice. Um. All right, um, I saw that someone's been playing Divinity Original Sin 2. Nice kind of throwback, which is weird, because that game's not that old. Who's playing Divinity Original Sin 2? Who's Got a PC game it up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that you, Yeah, Dan? well, I mean, Derek was getting all sassy with me on the last episode, so he's like, oh, do you even use that thing? Do you even use that? 
It's like, well, yes, Derek, I do. I didn't so. realize that was a that's a PC behind you until it is. You can even see your faces, real tiny versions of your faces. Oh, look at us. Oh, I mean, uh, I can't. I can't at all. Now I see. It. Now I see the dim slots for mm-hmm. your RAM. You know, my bigger concern is that Derek's taunt had an effect on you that made you decide how to spend your time. This yeah, week. that's no, not. Uh, yeah, don't let yeah, him carry uh, anyway. That's it not very uh, alpha. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I see my hands. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. No, I don't. He almost had a butterfly. It looked like. <laughs> no, I don't give a shit what Derek had to say. I just um, there was the know. sale going on. No, I know. What is it? Bull poop bullshit. That's sorry. yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. That's like I think that's real like sign language. That's right? like sign language bullshit. <laughs> that's good. It's very elaborate. Oh that's very yeah, elaborate. You know what it is? If someone just came up to you and and, and did that, you'd be like, like, oh, like, bullshit. Yeah, that was it, would, like, it would take yeah. me a minute, but I'd be like, oh, I know what that is. I, just, yeah. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Sometimes they just nail it, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so, Divinity Original mm. Sin 2. <laughs> what a uh, cool I, game that I have not given enough time. Have you, yeah, how much have you that played? That was like the top-rated game of whatever year it came out. I need I'm to play this game. It's still like, one of the top-rated games. Dude, it, just feels <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it just feels like such a, like, if you played like a Diablo or like a Baldur's Gate back in the day, like, that's what it basically kind of is right or not so much diablo because way you're not... more hardcore story i would right. say well in diablo's case Di- uh, boulder's gate's a really good example yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, um, yeah for sure because it's not or like free... icewind dale or neverwinter nights or something okay. like that okay. neverwinter that's another one yeah it's not so much free roaming and slashing as opposed to like you have action points ap um yeah. so like when you start a battle you basically move around that costs ap doing just your basic attack or a special attack so on and so forth costs <laughs> ap um, but yeah, it's just, it just has like that vibe and that feeling of like a really old PC game that just has really deep lore, um, like a Skyrim or something like an Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. game. Um, and like you talk to characters and like you say things and that's and you can it. loot everything like Skyrim. Right. And people yeah. will get mad at you. They'll attack you like uh, there's permadeath and, and party you members. You can attack town guards and characters if you want yeah. to. Yeah. There's there's a stat of like the people on your team that if they start to, if they start to not like you if it gets to a certain point they're just like I'm out of here dude like I don't I don't want anything to really do with you. like um depending on who's in your party like so I was just um doing a side quest where this chick was trying to get revenge on a on a guy that I think was maybe ha- kept her as a slave and then like sliced her cheek so she like wanted revenge so she tracked him down found him she kills him. And then um, the other guy in my party was, like, pissed because they were the same race. So he was like, oh, how dare you kill a dreamer or whatever. Like, he, like, reacted to her doing that. So, like, things like that. So that probably pissed him off. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very – it's clear. I'm only literally a couple hours in, but it's it's very obvious from the jump that it's, like, a super deep, like, deep game. Just super deep. Mad deep. Dude, this is one of those ones that um, whenever the Steam Deck does – that order does mm. come through, and I'm able to get it because I own it on yeah. the, on Steam. I am totally going to give this another shot. Um, <clears throat> I really want to. I really want to try it. So, so I I bought the definitive edition. If it's still on sale, I believe it was 18 bucks. I think it's normally 40. So I would nab that if you really, yeah. if you want it, if you haven't bought it. So yeah. these uh these games and uh, like Pillar of Eternity and stuff like that, very yeah, very. Yeah. Um, uh, overwhelming to me. Yeah, it's very um, intense. Yeah, very yeah. intense. Very, very, very um, intense, dense experiences. That needs to be like I, this is what I'm gonna do for the next 
seven it has to be sessions. your game this yeah it has thing. to be the thing that takes your life over and, is, it's uh, a if, hard if, game if, to just diddle you know you can't just, yeah it's not it's not it's not a diddle it's not diddle divinity thing. it's not diddle divinity dude it's no there's no chunky yeah. there's no chunky diddle slices divinity. it's, it's dive, dive like dive in you know yeah, um, yeah exactly guys we're, go, <laughs> we're, we're doing a good job right now yeah right right they're like they're just saying this is the best gaming podcast um on the planet you don't you don't want a chunky slice you want the whole pie yeah exactly sure yeah true um but, but I tried I, playing Pillars there are ones I've always wanted to try uh, play more of. I've, I've played one and two, but it's, I played a little bit of co-op with this in this game with Derek actually, and uh, yes, okay. and very briefly, like we got through a few battles, but then there was a lot of talking in the village, and I think one of I think he had to go, and then we never circled back to it. It's one of those games that's like this yeah, is yeah, yeah. probably better experienced solo unless yeah. you can both commit to it. Like maybe if you've got a friend who you MMO together for dozens of you hours, treat it like a D and D campaign. That's yes, like how you do it. Like hey, well, every week we're gonna get together. We're I can gonna see it working it. if you really plan it out. Otherwise, to me, um, it's solo. that is a game but, where like you can kill NPCs that like give you quests and but like. I failed it, early on, man. Like we tried to we tried to coordinate a thing where he, if I'm remembering correctly, he either. Blew up a barrel or something that got oil everywhere, right? Which right. actually was gonna do damage, or maybe he threw an oil. Well, it slows you down, but you can set the oil on fire. So. <laughs> yeah, it's early on. There's an early battle you can do that. And right. I went to throw, you know, cast something or throw a fire or something, and I, I aimed it wrong. I hit sure. the, I hit the wall in front of us, and I burned us both to death. Like we both died because I happened to the best of us all right in front of us. And I remember That's... him being like, "This is such a mistake." I was like, "I know." Yeah. <laughs> But that's what's so cool about some of these like super deep like PC centric RPGs. Like it's just like little things like that. Oh, there's oil on the ground. Yeah, I can set that on fire. Like yeah. obviously, you know, like and this is something in my opinion, because I tried Pillars of Eternity, um, I think on PlayStation now, like a couple of years ago. And yeah. I was like, this doesn't feel great on on here with the yeah. controller. This this hmm. very much feels like something that you want a mouse and keyboard for. Yeah. Um, and with Divinity Original Sin 2, I would absolutely say like I I definitely am preferring playing it on pc although the developers or is the publisher i'm not sure but they just were talking about on twitter talking about the steam deck and they're playing their own game on the steam deck and all excited that how much how well it works there mm. so i do know that it's technically steam deck verified sure or whatever but i'm with you games like this feel like mouse and keyboard if you can but yeah this game's even on the switch I mean, it's not it that is. crazy intensive. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, oh, not, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely on the Switch. It's, um, it's five years old, so it's not super new. Yeah. 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 Um, I've been playing so kind of in that same vein, sort of. Uh, I mentioned earlier King Arthur, Knight's Tale. I don't remember if I talked about it on the podcast. I talked about it in a video we put out on our channel earlier this week of games you should check out on sale on Steam, which, by the way, that sale runs for six more days as of now. Uh, when this is going to release, there'll be four more days left of that. So basically, this the rest of this week for that Steam sale. Um, so I I listed um, a few games that you guys should go check out. Nine games you should check out on there. But um, one of them is King Arthur Knight's Tale. This game right now is it's thirty bucks even on sale. Like normally it's forty five. So it's not a huge sale. I'm not pretending like everyone needs to rush out and buy it because it's such an incredible deal. It'll probably be on a d steeper sale later. But I do encourage you to maybe throw it on the wish list or just keep it on your radar. This game is incredible. The visuals are great. The uh, the lore is awesome. It's that kind of Arthurian legend, but it's a different take on it where you're actually Sir Mordred. And at the very beginning, in this, it looks very much like the opening Lord of the Rings battle between nice. these two huge factions. And then you've got the, the major players that face off on the battlefield against each other, and that's Mordred and Arthur. And you essentially kill each other very violently. You both die. 
and then there's a huge dragon that's like behind you roaring there's magic going everywhere like it's it's clearly a very kind of fantasy version of of all this it's not trying to be gritty realistic necessarily um but anyway you're you're mordred and you wake up in avalon which i feel like is some sort of afterlife or spiritual plane or i'm not sure i don't know Mm. all the arthurian stuff maybe you guys know more than i do um but uh but anyway you're in the dungeon of a rundown pretty much collapsing camelot castle of camelot and you go through with one of the knights who you killed actually reluctantly joins up with you and then you kind of decide um as you go through what kind of uh person you want to be now that you're kind of getting the second chance to rebuild camelot and track down arthur who apparently isn't dead all the way like neither one of you are totally dead and so you you gotta you gotta try to track him down and take him out and uh and there's there's four you know usually morality goes from like like think of mass effect you have paragon or uh was it renegade renegade yeah so most of them have a scale where you've got good and bad and you're somewhere in between this actually has and you can actually see the morality system there's four points so think of it like a like a plus sign and so you've got christian right no christian old faith uh rightful and tyrant i think that's what they are mm. so but you can do a combination of both you could be a christian tyrant or a christian rightful or you could be Sounds old faith right. tyrant and old faith rightful so you can kind of be a combination of these things and depending on which direction you go and all these different morality areas that unlocks missions and characters and kind of like you, what you mentioned with how some characters might just ditch because they're out i think in this case i don't know if they'll ditch but you'll be locked out of, for example, Lancelot. If you don't go towards mm. Rightful, he'll never join you. Or like Morgana Le Fay will never join you if you don't go Old Faith. So it's just, to me, it's all very interesting. It's very complex. I mean, you get these heroes and knights very XCOM style, and if they die, they're dead, and you need to train up new it ones. Dies. Yeah, it you dies. need to have a roster, kind of a backup roster of of knights to fill in the gaps there if, you know, if they fall in battle. So really cool game. It's very XCOM style with the grid and... and um, you know, you take your turns and you can set up Overwatch type attacks and all that stuff. It's really good, really in depth though. So this game actually launched at the download size was like 120 something gigabytes. Damn. Like it was, jeez, oh, it was crazy. It was like was the that size, Call of Duty. Like it was the level? size of like Call of Duty Warzone or like a massive MMO or something like that. Jesus. Um, but uh, they just recently did an update where now it's 38, which is much more reasonable. Mm-hmm. Still pretty large game, but um, you know, much more reasonable. So. That sounds I do like a very PC PC game. It is very PC. <laughs> Although I do think they're PC working squared. On so PC, bro. Roller version of that too. PC cubed. Um, I've always wanted to play. I don't know how to say this. I think it's Sakuna of Rice Sa- and Ruin. Sakuna. Yeah. Sakuna, Sakuna. of Rice and Ruin. Ruin. This game always <laughs> is really cool for to me. Uh, how is yeah. it? Um. So I'm about five hours in. The combat is not as fluid as I had hoped. Oh, that's um, a yeah, uh, visually the game does have a really uh, fun look to it. it it's kind of reminiscent, uh, not so much hand drawn, but it is like a little 3D of um, like the Vanillaware games, so mm-hmm. like uh, Dragon's Crown or Odin Sphere, that sort of vibe. Um, and combat when you're in levels is left to right. Um, but yeah, it's um, so you have like this energy grapple that you can use to kind of like grapple onto side of cliffs as you kind of like traverse, like you can go up and down too. But there's no like. There's no like kind of like dodge move. You're using the grapple as a as almost like a dodge. But what oh. ends up happening sometimes is depending on how many enemies you're fighting at once, um, 
if you grapple towards an enemy and kind of flip around them, you'll kind of just be sandwiched in between all of the enemies. So you're not really dodging anything. You're kind of then just like putting yourself really in more danger. Um, gotcha. So there's, there's just like kind of little, and I mean, there are RPG elements to it. So I am learning move, new moves and, and kind of gaining, you know, kind of more stuff. So maybe there will be something that's a little more like that, kind of like a traditional like rolling or dashing. Um, or there is a dash, but it's just more for like, traversing it's not so much for combat but um yeah it's it's it definitely it i was expecting it to feel more fluid mm. like sometimes when you are trying to grapple onto like you can grapple onto enemies too and like hurl them and stuff but like sometimes i'm definitely like i feel like i'm holding it left or right but it like goes diagonal so like that gotcha. kind of situation like it's just yep. not as like smooth and fluid as as you would hope in in a game that is it's pretty fast it's i would say it's pretty fast combat so yeah, the trailer made it look like uh, lots of jumping around, lots of slam attacks and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when that, when all that is happening and things are connecting, it, it does feel good. Um, but yeah, there are, there are just kind of little wonky moments like that. It's similar to like when I mentioned with uh, Anno Mutationum, how like the roll, the roll move doesn't feel quite right. Cause you almost you have to like compensate for it, like depending on where you want to like be on the opposite side of the enemy because it just like she rolls super far. Mm. So that sort of thing. Um but yeah, I mean, I, I am enjoying it, but I, I was expecting to enjoy it more. Um, the farming element's a little um, unorganized, but there's also leveling with that, too. So, like, with, like, a Stardew Valley or a Harvest Moon, like, everything's very organized. You have a grid, and you can, like, target the grid and kind of, like, plant your seeds. It's very organized and precise. In this game, it's basically, like, you're like when, you, when you're planting stuff, it's very zigzaggy because mm. it's, it's just kind of free roam. So as you're plopping down the like the rice seeds, it's just very chaotic. But like I leveled that up and then suddenly a grid appeared, Um, but it wasn't like letting me target the squares. So but there is like a little bit of a farming element. That's why it's called rice and ruin. I thought it was more of a farming element and combat was. But combat central, would you say to the gameplay? Yeah, I would I would say it's like I would say it's definitely a little more important because you're going out and you're getting resources and it progresses the story. Um, So there's like a day day and night cycle um, and there are there are seasons, but it's very quick. It's basically like every three days the seasons change. Yeah. Um, The only other game that I've seen that does like um, really cool side scrolling combat and sounds like this one does a pretty good job, maybe not perfect with side scrolling combat. Right. And then mixes in elements of whether it's farming or cooking or something. I've played Battle Chef Brigade a number of times. I don't yes. think I've ever tried that. Yes. That game, again, really awesome art style. And actually, the, the cooking mini games like are puzzle quite game, fun. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're quite fun. They do a good job with it. And then the combat's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty easy. It's not like super complex, but this kind of gave me vibes of that where you're going to be going out to collect, you know, um, ingredients and stuff with your side scrolling combat and exploring you'll come back to the kitchen essentially yeah 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 Yeah, that was a great game yeah that was a really cool game um but yeah it's it's you know it's it's fine yeah i would say it's in the in the middle sevens for me at the moment so yeah it's one that the price never goes super super cheap i'm always looking for a sale on it and it never really seems to dip much below 30 like maybe 25 so cheapest i think i bought it for 20 I think okay. it was just on sale for around twenty. I could be wrong. It, just, it still feels like a game that normally should be priced twenty and should go on sale for like ten. And that's me being yeah. spoiled. I realize <laughs> that, but like it's a forty dollars game that hasn't seen a whole bunch of discounts. Yet. Yeah, I would say like depending on the person, 
like 30 is reasonable, but it's normally 40. I think 40 is full price. Um, but if you could, if you can get it for 20, I'd say that's a fair, that's a fair sale. So if you want to try it, but. All right. Last one that I'll mention is, and we already talked about it last week. So I just wanted to mention that I'm still playing and really loving, uh, neon white. And I know it sounds like a very racist game. It's not, (laughs) um, it's favorite game. It is so pale. You're neon white. (laughs) It's, and it's, by the way, I don't think it's really a color. Is it? I don't think it's a color. Um, it's a neutral. but it is a, uh, surprisingly fun, like if, if mirror's edge actually had really good gameplay and story, which is mirror's edge. Is that the name of that parkour game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Got it. Which those games just, they always felt like, mm, almost like they never quite did it. Yeah. Fun. There's something missing from those games. I don't know what it is. Cause like, as you're playing it and you're like, this is kind of cool. And then a half an hour, an hour into it, you're like, this is all it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's so like there's something missing. From what it. I'm loving about this is I just hit, I just finished mission. I think it's eight. So each mission is comprised of a whole bunch of little levels that I mentioned last week are anywhere from like 18 seconds. Sometimes it gets you the gold trophy all the way up to over a minute in some cases, but not very long, right? The idea is to go through as quickly as you can kind of learn where everything is and then do it as quickly as you can. It's very interesting. Um, it's arcadey in that way, mm-hmm. but it has this really cool floaty parkour feeling mixed in with some shooting. Like now that I'm in later levels, I have to do a lot of shooting because there's a lot of enemies and it starts to get very difficult. And if you use up your guns too quickly, uh, next thing you know, all you have is your sword, and it's just not going to get the uh, job done. So when you say use up your guns too quickly, it's a card-based mechanic, right? Because I remember seeing card and cards in the gameplay. Yeah, so the card will pop up. Let's say you get a this machine gun. It's a purple card, and it's a machine gun. Yeah. So as you shoot it, that purple starts to decrease off the card. It turns white. Right. Then it, you then described it goes away. that before. That's right. That's right. Uh, as long as you – and then before it goes away – and there's actually a little number there too to tell me how to tell you how many bullets are left and you can pick up more purple cards or more ammo cards that'll refill that if you want to. Yeah. But then that card actually its special ability launches a bomb out in front of you. So either mm-hmm. to a wall or to enemies and you can use it and you need to use that sometimes to launch yourself up higher. Some of the puzzles require you to like hmm. launch up higher in the sky. So you might want to shoot that against the spot on the wall that you're yeah. jumping towards and then time it so it'll shoot you up in the air. I see but the... as soon as you do that special yeah. move that card goes away. So that's a discard when you use the special ability. And this is all done really fast. So I don't even think of it right. as cards anymore. It's almost like I picked up this gun, but if I use the special move, the gun's gone. So like I just unlocked this rocket launcher, which is awesome. It only has like three shots, but they're they're super explosive. And you can shoot straight down at the ground or at a wall, and it'll keep you launched in the air. Yeah, Halo. And then like it's, Halo. Yeah. it's special <laughs> attack. Speaking of Halo, it's special attack is a grapple. And so... Oh, but cool. as soon as you use that special move, the card's gone. So you have to only use it when you're confident <laughs> you're going to be able to pick up another card. And the way right. the levels are laid out gets so creative where it's going to be like you pick up the yellow one, which is a double jump. So you use that double jump to reach this purple one, which then will shoot a bomb against the wall, which will launch you up. You grab the rocket launcher one, which you use a grapple hook to reach. Like it just it starts to piece together yeah. real fast. And if you were to tell me that that's actually something that you'll be able to play, like it builds up in a smart way to the point where I don't feel overwhelmed by that, I wouldn't have believed you. I'd be like, that sounds way too complex. There's no way I'll be able to get that and enjoy it. But the game starts off with very basic run and jump over here. And then here's one gun, shoot that one easy enemy that won't even hurt you. And then that's the end of that level and do it as fast as you can. And then because the levels are so short, it builds up and it builds up, it builds up. And now there are times when I finish a level and I lean back and I'm like, dude, I should have been recording that. That looked so awesome. Like (laughs) it looked like, 
I looked like a, I looked like Dan playing this game. Like you should, you should uh, like throw a gamer, um, bro. You should throw up a video on our channel for it because I it's mean, like, surprising. I'm curious how it looks at as it progresses, like the combat, because that's what I was iffy on was the card thing. But well, what I'm also enjoying too is when you're when you're hanging out in heaven. It's called the hub, where mm. you go to hang out, and of course you start to discover that things aren't what they seem. And they, I just uncovered some story stuff that's actually like, all right, this is cool. I, like I like the story, but the characters are surprisingly well written, and as you unlock the next mission you'll get these golden tickets where these glowing angels called the believers will, will give you a little taste of heaven now you're a dirty sinner and you're lucky that they're using you to help clear out they want to make remind you that you're a horrible sinner we're mm. going to give you a little taste of heavenly delights so you turn in these tickets to taste <laughs> the heavenly delight and like at one point your rival who's very aggressive and very mean he's neon green and you hate him for a whole bunch of reasons as the story unfolds but sometimes when you experience a heavenly delight they'll match you up with him so like the two of you had to go do a cookout together and so it actually shows this (laughs) evil neon green wearing an apron serving you a burger like it's it's very i think some of that's a little anime in the way that they oh yeah some of that humor Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's done really well and the writing like there are times when i'm like the guys on the show would love this, right? Like this is very clever, <laughs> like very funny stuff. Right, right. Oh, here. cool, cool. So, and I was I'm glad I got it, man. It's like you said, it's uh, for C- on CD keys. It's 17, 17 bucks. Yeah, uh, or eighteen bucks, I guess, if you add if you want to yeah. round up. So, I mean, for that price alone, I for a brand new game that came out like a couple weeks ago, I would think, yeah, it'd be worth it for that. Well, of course, you've and got amnesia everywhere in, in classic anime fashion you have amnesia so you don't know your background G-R-P-G. but everyone else seems to kind Drippage. of know and they're like wait you really don't know who you are you don't know who we are so like you're trying to figure it, and that starts to unfold as as things go on but there's a yeah. neon violet is your classic um what's her name jinx or harley quinn she's that type mm. of character a little, a little loopy a little loopy very into like tripwires and explosives and like she gets mad at you at one point so she sets up a whole series of levels that have these tripwires that are really challenging to get past at first till you kind of figure out the mechanic of oh that's what i have to do with these so yeah man it's it's gotten to the point now where um i enjoy the gameplay so much i'll go back and try to just get a higher score because it's one of those games that has uh you know bronze just for finishing it silver once you get over a certain time gold over a certain time and then ace is kind of your platinum i guess you could say um and uh going back and getting that either gold or platinum is very satisfying seems like a very um like speedrunner centric type of game like yeah for each level right i wouldn't say the overall game but yes for each level definitely there's a height there's a scoreboard of course yeah, um, yeah yeah if you get the gold it'll unlock a level hint which usually gives you kind of a secret path that you might not have thought to jump this way which helps you get to the ace so they kind of guide you a little bit mm. on how to do some of that stuff and then if you get gold um you'll you'll rank up as you move along and then what i've really enjoyed is as you find gifts so if you revisit a level you'll see this glowing it's literally a giant present somewhere on the level right could be in a hard to reach spot but you go collect it if it depending on the color of it if it's red you give it to neon red uh the girl that you like you go to purple you give it to neon violet so as you give it to them it unlocks new dialogue which is always entertaining i really I don't know why I should not enjoy the dialogue as much as I'm enjoying it, but I'm actually like chuckling out loud during some of the conversations. So it'll either unlock dialogue or every two or three dialogue interactions, it'll unlock a side quest, which is just a bonus challenge level for that character. And it fits who they are as a person. Like one mm-hmm. is very trap centric. One is very speed centric. One is very you know special move centric. So dude, this game has no business being this fun, but I am friggin' loving it. I love this game. 
Sounds so. like it would be fun to have like an accompanying um, animates for it too. From the yeah, way no, you're describing no, how well written no. it is, we um, have enough anime in the world. <laughs> hey, 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 white guy, quite done. Um, that would be um, that'd be really fun to kind of have like you know maybe like a side story type of thing. You know, yeah. it wouldn't have to like follow the game, but like the 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 look of the characters I really like. And you're saying yeah. that it just seems really uh, well written in the way that the characters interact. So it'll be fun. Yeah, right away the premise of like being in this holy place with these believers who are clearly not nice at all like there's something mm. off and uh but you're going along with it because it's better than where you were before you know it's better than being in the hell so you're trying to figure it out as you go that whole premise all the lore that they put in there is actually quite kind of interesting to me so yeah. i like cool. i like it all right well uh, speaking of stuff to watch i do think this would make a good anime show which is why it makes a compelling game because the gameplay is fun and the story moments are kind of almost like mini episodes to watch mm. through but I know there's stuff to actually watch, including I want to hear about Stranger Things. How did they wrap up this season? Triangle Things. Without spoiling anything. So just tell me that it exists, mm, basically. How did they wrap it up? <laughs> well, well, they did because this one was By the right? time, well, let me tell you, by the time the last episode ends, yes. credits definitely roll. Okay. Yes. Okay. Guys, I was say, the way they wrapped it up, they wrapped it up with, Dan's two, out. with two episodes, uh, <laughs> both with different lengths. Uh -huh. And uh, uh -huh. they definitely had cameras there to film the actors. Uh, had a <laughs> yeah. lot of music. I think a showrunner um, was present, you know? Yes. I, I believe so is part two really like two long movies or two yes, regular sizes? Yeah, 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 very much so, yeah. One's a slightly it. longer movie. Right? And when one, one. End, when one episode ends, you're like, that makes sense to end right there. And when the next episode begins, you're like, I understand why this is a two and a half hour long episode. <laughs> um, very much so. so. And that's more detail than I ever wanted to give. So, um yeah. shout out to the journey remix because that that shit is fantastic like and i think it yeah. was in one of the trailers right i i, I didn't was, watch yeah. all the trailers so um i think it was yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. i remember when it played out it's like oh they're playing this song again but it was probably because i heard it in the trailer yeah journey? Um, yeah, yeah they did um uh, at the end of the first episode that's how the first episode wraps up it's it's playing uh oh my gosh what song is it dan see um, i only heard something i only heard metallica and then obviously that kate bush song that's very popular. yeah obviously metallica i don't uh, want to talk about that scene actually uh, that scene is um, <laughs> separate ah, oh, ways separate ways jeffrey jeff <laughs> there is music in the show that's what jeff and i are there talking. is music <laughs> they use, they use, use it. it well and Kyle, it's uh, separate ways. Separate ways. Well. Yeah, it's Jeff, it's separate ways. They play separate ways at the very end of the first episode. I don't remember that one for some reason. But it was like an orchestral version. It's super it sick. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very cool, yeah. Um, yeah, whoever's like doing the score for the show should just get a this raise show, like, really, like, <laughs> This show really went to the next... I remember like when we were all complaining about one episode in the second season. And by we all, I mean everybody else in the world. Right. Yes, because yeah, Kyle yeah. and I loved it. Uh, it was yeah, it was like, yeah. like X-Men. Like, and people were like, yeah, I hate that. I'm like... Okay. Oh, when she gets all goth oh, we're and everything. We're doing X-Men again in this series, guys. Uh, and that's not a spoiler. If you saw the, you know, it's not, it's, we're doing X-Men again. So, like. Yeah. I mean, she uh, has powers, right? Like, yeah. she has, like. You know, she's 11. It's, it's, we know it's, 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 she's 11 it's, it's, of X amount of people yeah. that have powers. So, like. This isn't news. Like. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm listening um, to a little hey. bit of the remix now. It sounds amazing. Remix, remix, remix. Oh, I really, yeah, it, I really uh, oh, are you listening to it? Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, yeah, I, I thought it's um, it definitely feels like a season Ooh. ending, which is nice. You know, it, like, okay. I feel it reminds I me feel of like I can wait a year. You know, I feel very fulfilled of what I've yeah, gotten. The here. mix reminds me of uh, the producer Tommy Prophet. I've listened to a lot of his stuff because he does a lot of like um, 
<clears throat> kind of epic remixes of whether it's old songs or he'll do like his own. Yeah. And I've used him for our game of the year stuff a couple of times for our game of the year mm-hmm. videos. Um, but anyway, that kind of build up where they just do a great job yeah, of like yeah. of landing it where you can feel the build up coming. You know it's coming, but they still do it so well. I heard that already on yeah. this on this remix. That's awesome. That yeah, is it's, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, this is a. I mean, this is my favorite. I, I haven't watched the the very last episode yet, but this is my favorite season. Like, what do you guys think about them yeah, splitting here. it up like this? Why not? Just... I honestly think it was smart because okay, the episode eight picks up right where episode seven left off, and yeah. I was like, yeah, this was a good call because this is way too freaking stressful. Like, wait, it was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So There's stressful a... right off the bat that even... I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I even the I was watching it, was it with too people. Much. I was watching it with people tonight, and even these last two episodes, I'm like, there is so much going on. Like, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. really glad that I only have these two episodes to think about because, yeah. like, I, I had the last seven, I think it was, yes. to like digest and stew on and stuff like that, and like, and a lot was happening this season, like a lot. It's crazy because mm. everything split up all over the place, and that's yeah, yeah. So they have to illustrate how they, how they edit like together, like them doing things concurrently at the oh, same yeah. time, different yeah. places in the world. Like they continue that, especially in the last two episodes, where it's like it's almost montagey, where you're like, oh, now they're doing this at this place, now they're doing this at this place, and like there's so much, and it makes them feel more it just epic. Works. It yeah, just yeah, works. It makes it epic. Is, feel like they're know? conveying that all this is happening at the same time, and like yeah. you get it without it having to be. It's like, not confusing. Yeah, not right. At all. Not at all. Uh, it's it uh, is very. It's, it's really very this stressful. season's really just this season's really well shot, and it's just like it's super well edited. Like yeah. there there are scenes where I don't even know how to I describe this, but like. They're falling between, like, I don't know, like, Jeff, you know what I'm talking about with, like, the bed sheet, and uh, I don't want to give away too much, but, like, yeah. the how they get into the upside down, like, the oh, way that that yeah, shot yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, like, the physics I, I know, that, right? I, obviously, like, I know it's mirrors and stuff like that, but when I watch it, my dumb brain goes, how'd they do that? You know? Yeah, like it's, exactly, yeah. It's, it's just so well done and so well shown off, and then they're trying to convey to you a concept of, like, crossing thresholds and stuff like right. that, and I'm like, I just picture Kyle actually watching something saying that out loud. How'd they do that? How'd they do that there? Just clunking at himself in the head. With uh, like, yeah. uh, uh, um, uh, but like, it, it's it's just, there's a lot of really cool <laughs> ideas come to life in this season. Yeah. that It feels larger than it's ever felt before in all the, in all the shows. Stakes are higher. Like, we're talking about in the oh, chat. Like This, this was a show that just one day was on Netflix, and then someone was like, hey, this show is good. And then that person goes, hey, this show is good. <laughs> And then yeah. word of mouth, like infinity and beyond, like now we're all here watching this show, but like there was no commercials. I remember for the when show. I watched the first season wondering, like, will they get another season? Like, I like this. Dude, but same here. Yeah. This can't I, be that popular, right? Yeah, same here. Yeah. To, to learn it was so popular was um it was it was a, a huge well, surprise. You people know? love eighties, like the Goonies, like the yeah. people what really love that style of like yeah. kind of like eighties. Uh, also, like, this is how I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna make Ghostbusters fans mad, so I'm sorry. Uh, this is how you use nostalgia, not the way that they're doing Ghostbusters Afterlife. This hey, is but do it this way. So I, this way. I don't I don't care about Thank Ghostbusters you. at all. So happy Kyle's on my side. About yeah, that neither movie. do I, Dan. Oh I'm with and, you. But I liked that movie, so I'm yeah, sorry. Like yeah, I, 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 I did I did not I don't know like that movie. <laughs> I, I, I didn't dislike that movie. I just miss when Ghostbusters weren't like kids. So that was cool. Yeah, was, you, my, know. you know my sure. my favorite sure. my favorite thing was is every time we saw an ecto pack, they weren't like, eh, you remember that? <laughs> you remember these? <laughs> the movie like stops and goes, you remember them? Remember? No, remember it all those things you no, already knew about? Doesn't. Remember that? Uh, oh, and then they show a trap, and the movie's like, it stops and it goes, the traps though, right? No, you know what <laughs> it is, Kyle. You're, you know what it is, Kyle. <laughs> 
Yes. And like, and if you, hey, we let know me kill this. a baby. Since I'm making you guys mad, let me kill a baby here. Solo from Star, you know, the Solo movie from Star, it does the same thing where it's like, Han got his blaster, huh? Huh? You know? Remember that thing? So let me just be fair here, you know, and just be like, you know. Uh, you're clearly anti proton. Hey, pack. Remember you're anti bandolier? Everyone to where he got it? Kyle, there it uh, is. Huh? Your, your Star Wars cred- credibility is safe here because you and I have mocked Solo. <laughs> and I, I actually love that movie, but it is yeah. obnoxious how much, like, it, like, <laughs> yes. it, it it's like, not, like eh? Don't think remember some of that cafe, with Lando. Eh? Don't think ah! some of that with Lando too. Like I can't remember it specifically. I feel like there's some stuff with Lando that he does and says too. That's also like eh, Lando. It is, but you know what? I I forgive that because Childish Gambino is just perfect. So he's amazing. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, and he's role. great. He's great in that role. But there is a lot of like right hand. Remember when I called you that in Empire? Hand. Right. Man, Kyle yeah, really man. just doesn't like things pointed out to him. He's like, uh, he no, I, like it at all. I don't like <laughs> I don't like uncreative ways of conveying or weaponizing nostalgia. You know, like that's yeah, I, I, guess, I guess that's my I, agree. Uh, I guess that's my pet remind idea. me remind me in yeah. the future if we ever actually hang out in person for me not to just be like, hey Kyle, add that uh-huh. over there. Actually, add. I love that. I, I love over obvious <laughs> stuff like that, so I'd be all into that. Just like Empire State Building, right? He, he will kill you immediately. So I think that Stranger Things might have been one of the first things to come out, uh, the first season, that made people realize that they had uh, a, a, a strange, an odd boner uh, for 80s nostalgia. Because mm. I didn't, I don't know what other phrase to to select because I've been drinking a lot of beer before I came on here. <laughs> so uh, man, you and your, but you know balls, that actually is accurate. But like for real, I can't remember when. Yeah. The general public was like, right. yeah, I think I like 80s nostalgia. Like, I remember growing up being like, 80s music sucks. If you like 80s yeah, music, you're dumb. And I'm like, I, I. So when when the sudden kind of thing happened where the show got really big, I was like, oh, people like the 80s. I was like, could have yeah, fooled me. I, I yeah. think I think the 90s are gonna happen before too long too. But, yeah. but the, I, right the now, the 90s has always been a nostalgic time for people. For oh, okay. at least at least in my circle, I feel like there's a lot yeah. of people who Definitely, like. I meant I meant like in pop culture with movies. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I think we're about to come around. Yes, 100%. I mean, just wait for Stranger Things because they admitted, they even, they said in advance that the next season, the last season, season five, will have a time jump in it. And I'm like, well, you can't, first off, you can't do it any other way because your actors will be like 30 uh, by the time you start filming. (laughs) Um, So that makes sense for that. But also, it's going to trigger this, they do. They, it's going to trigger this nostalgia in the general public and audience that will be like, oh, the 90s were cool too, right? Yeah, yeah, And they yeah. weren't they weren't at all. <laughs> the 90s were awesome, Jeff. Shut up, dude. Jinko dude, jeans? Give me, give me that Jinko trapper keeper. jeans? Jinko jeans, dude? I think, I think we can be nostalgic for the 90s, but just... Yeah. You know, grunge I mean, was the right thing. The, I, I feel like the grunge thing was It was needs like, to be... Like, to me, I think 90s, I think that. Of, you know? I think of like trapper keepers and like yeah. like gaudy colors and differently yeah. than the 80s though. Like there's something about 90s that were different. Um, right. There anyway. was, yeah. No, there's a there's and that and I, I kind of made this point the other the other day uh, with a, the different group of people. But I'm like, remember when like generations and decades felt like their own separate? thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like it's like it's a blur and, now. It's a blur now. It's like 2005 yeah. and on. Like we've all been on social media. We've all been. Yeah. I know social media has grown obviously, but like. We've all been stuck in this like meme sharing, yeah. like like nothing has changed. Not even like music hasn't really evolved. Like you know, it's like 
we're kind of the same sounds, uh, you know, for the last like. I uh, mean, for crying out loud, this show made Kate Bush that one song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, be running up that road. Yeah. Like that no, entire song is like, like a huge like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from the 80s. That's all no, it's interesting. If you think, think about 90s, though, like yeah. 90s was kind of the start of everything that we have today. So like the Internet started, like Microsoft Windows, like became the the regular thing that everyone used. Like I think yeah. of Windows 95 and even like. RAP Internet like, Explorer. Watching. Yeah. Watching or Netscape yes. Navigator. You guys remember Netscape Navigator? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Why is everyone using AltaVista? Um, Tokyo, Tokyo AltaVista. Uh, Why does everybody in this town still use AltaVista? Ask Jeeves. <laughs> um, ben I getting mad. When I watched uh, Tokyo Vice, I think, takes place in 99, maybe. Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. There are elements of that that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of before Actually, we had everything we have now. Yeah. But that's the thing that about was the, the boy band boom. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I dude, that whole thing with the Backstreet Boys is one of the funniest. That's my. It's things. not only the funniest; it's my favorite. It's so <laughs> good. It's, it's so so, so good. Yeah. Like obvi- we know what that's about, right? Obviously. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. <laughs> but let's say there's something about the '90s that were, whereas um, '80s is a much more clear thing to capture because it's mostly stuff that we don't have or use anymore cassette players and vhs tapes and all that kind of stuff 90s was the beginning of digital that we sort of have today it was just crappy versions of it oh yeah sure. and and so it's a little harder i think to convey that in a very nostalgic and like the electronic scene was kicking off at that time and now like techno and art you know uh i guess you can't call it techno like electronic music in general is like it's the biggest thing in the world now so it's like a lot of things vanilla ice or something but it's like that's you I know what the you know what show captured believe it or not what show captured like early 2000s late 1990s uh nostalgia perfectly is Pen 15 the show that was on Hulu for like two seasons You mentioned this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, they they nail it perfectly cuz we were that age. Like yeah. we were that age like in high school, middle school, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh experiencing the AOL instant messenger. We were experiencing all the things that they're obsessed yeah. with. The dial-up uh, connections. And to the yeah. point where, and they nailed it so perfectly that it made me like feel nostalgic for a period, time yeah. period that I felt you couldn't be nostalgic about. Cause yeah. they're, When's the last time you asked someone ASL, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ASL, that's right. When it did stand for American Sign Language. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's funny wow. too. Like I remember when people wanted to get online, you had to make sure no one was using the phone. And if right. you or if you wanted to use the phone, like, are you online? Like, get off, the, get off the. Yeah. Computer. You cut out my, you cut out my Kazaa download when you picked up the phone. You know your screen. Or <laughs> I'd be whining to my parents, like, so and so down the street, they have two phone lines, then get online and use the phone at the same I time. Just, like, I how come? To my parents, yeah. maybe a thousand times, I was like, you know. If I mow enough lawns, we can get our own second phone line. You know, yep. I can. Uh, yeah. Or when. Uh, going to be on the internet all day. Or when <laughs> Time Warner introduced Roadrunner internet speeds, I was like, oh. Roadrunner? Yeah. That sounds yeah. fast. I bet yeah, you that's exactly. fast. <laughs> Just for DSL started getting thrown around. You're like, what's that? DSL. Yeah. DSL. So, um, yeah. Get the new DSL internet. It's like now what? fiber is like the new. Uh, do you all get fiber? Or, uh... Fiber. Yeah, yeah. Fiber where you are? No. Yeah. Porn, I'm not, I'm not, I, don't, I still don't have it in my neighborhood. I'm like, not a millionaire. Get out of here. Remember yeah. how we had to like download porn in the '90s and it took so long? Oh, so oh, God. long. It went line by line. Was, like, <laughs> yeah. Split. You know what? I don't know what porn is. What are you talking? The, about? the Pen 15 what? show captured that really well. Pen 15 like would have them look up an image of like a hot dude or whatever, and it would take like forever to load, and they're like constantly like looking over their shoulder. And then they would, like, then they would like <laughs> cut halfway through the download, you know, yeah, like you exactly. know, and they like would never. Mom, load, like, get off the phone. Yeah. Get off the phone. <laughs> it was right there. I was at neck line. <laughs> is, that, is, that a, is that a Hulu show? I need to watch that. It is, is, that Hulu? It is, yeah. It is Hulu, yeah. 
I need to yeah, check that yeah. out. It's very funny. It's 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 a short run. They decided to end it after two seasons, but it's fine. Where they ended it was fine, so I'm okay with that. Well, uh, listen, the, I'm, things, I'm, the way this season ends, it sets up for a, uh, what could be one of the most epic final seasons like final ever. Season. Like, yeah. did, do we know like episode count for that final season already? We don't yet. No. Okay. okay. Um. So. This is something that could be right for a spoiler cast at some point if you guys decide. Because I probably won't watch it for a little while. I will get to it when we get back to Netflix. We're trying to be smart with our budgeting and all that boring budget. stuff. Yeah, I totally budgeting. know what, what budgeting is. now. Because um, Netflix, Netflix is not cheap, man. Netflix is no, not, not cheap, anymore. They're, they're about to add that like ad like yeah. service. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, well, I, think, I think once I kind of catch up on what I wanted to catch up on with something like HBO Max, which is 15 bucks a month, I could see myself pausing that getting netflix back for a bit catching up there like i yeah, think that's yeah. kind of how i'll sense. juggle it i'll juggle it a little bit like that uh, what i love about hbo is that they will they'll throw newish pretty new movies on their service yeah, yeah quicker than you it. anticipate so and they always have shows coming out like, they do they do but a it, nice solid as drip soon as i feel them. somewhat caught up I'm, i might go like all right let me pause that and come yeah, back to it like, what's um, still haven't started tim you're the only one that hasn't started barry yet right i have not watched barry yet okay HBO, man. Can't wait to talk about that. With, with, I mean, uh, I'm watching Curb for the first time ever. Curb. Uh, I love that you're watching that, dude. It's so good. Yeah. It, um, you were right, though, pretty, Dan. Like, seeing pretty good, the, Seeing pretty all the gifts and, and memes kind of come to life in the show is pretty it's, fun, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's actually kind of terrifying, though, as I'm watching the show, because I'm like, shit, dude. I'm That's me. I'm, I'm yeah. basically... We're all Larry, but that's the genius of the show, is that yes. like, he hit yes. such a nuanced, like, annoyance about every little thing, that at some point you have to, like, oh, I agree with that. Yeah. He, yeah. Him being annoyed yeah. by that resonates with oh. me in a really deep way. Dude, yeah. more, honestly, more often than not. More yeah. often yeah, than not. Yeah, here, yeah. There's yeah. a wobbly table episode, and I'm like, dude, nothing on earth. <laughs> Makes me more mad than a wobbly table. Well, and like, dude, I, he, like the whole, the whole uh, he, can't, he can't control himself <laughs> by how he feels about this wobbly table. No. I'm like, dude, I I've been on first dates and I'm just like, <laughs> I can't focus on what you're I telling can't me. Do this. Up this. Little this dude, table, so wobbly. Dude, the he whole... and that guy that works there were going so back yeah, and forth yeah. for so long about that too. Oh the my god. The whole Ted Danson episode with the shirt oh. that has the stain on it. Yes, yes. Or because yeah. that one's great. He's like, you didn't give me a gift. You got me an errand. You know, I love that whole. Oh, or just shit. like anytime somebody's like, hey, it's Larry. And they like try to set up like a friend date with them or something. He's yeah. just like, I mean, I we already we already okay. live near each other in, in you know, California and, and we don't see each other then. So we're in New York yep. now. Why or would we he, hang out now? He like, tosses like a wrapper in someone's garbage can. It's like, hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's like, well, I mean, they're gonna take so the trash. What does it matter? There's like, yeah. but it's my trash. It's like, yeah, yeah but they're I gonna take that. the trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Why does dude, it that, matter? I gotta rewatch that this show, so dude. It's so oh, good. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. I so. just finished season three of Always Sunny, so uh, uh, this is okay. right actually season two, whatever. So season four, I think, is when they started removing episodes from Hulu. So that's kind of why yeah. I stopped. Yeah. I wanted to pause and see if I could find the episodes that were missing somewhere else. Hey, if you do, um, let me know, because I've never seen Yeah, it. Uh, still... It's oh, wait, all the Lethal Weapon them? episodes, right? Yeah, it's all the Blackface yeah. episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Lethal Weapon episodes, I'm sorry to say, Tim, are the best episodes. Yes. <laughs> That's what I, you guys have told me this, and I'm very sad about this. <laughs> so they were uh, it's not all because the episodes? Because here's, here's, no. here's the other thing, no. too. There's like four or five Blackface on Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon all got all got. Here's the other thing. I'm not watching this as someone who's like, I 
love some good blackface content. I want some racist to tell me some jokes. <laughs> yeah. That's I not mean, what this is. This is me. These are three incredibly brilliant comedians and writers yeah. who come up with the funniest scenarios and they've created these horrible caricatures of bad versions of people and sometimes sure. themselves a little bit. Yeah. But like they're very fun to watch. There's not one moment when I think like Charlie Day thinks this, or Rob McElhaney actually. Sure. No. Ever uh, think Tim, I hate to break it to you. Comedy stopped being comedy about like uh, three to four years ago. I, so. I, I, think it, I think it's starting to circle back around. But anyway, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. yeah I think I, 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 um, I feel it. Yeah. I want but him hey, to double down on the black. No, I'm just kidding. What, <laughs> what else are you guys? It's <laughs> just uh, a blackface show. It's entirely blackface. <laughs> but blackface. Yeah, oh my indeed. gosh. <laughs> Starring Justin Trudeau. Oh, man. oh my <laughs> God. And the Virginia man. Uh, and uh, yeah. what's her face? Cara Dune, uh, the girl who's Cara yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, those, it's those two together. Yeah. And at the end, they fight. It does not go well for him. Oh, man. All right. So, um, uh, anything else, whether you're playing or watching, that we missed that you want to touch touch on? I just like, wanted to touch on. I've been watching. Uh, I'm halfway through it. This show called The Bear that's on Hulu. This looks uh, good. The it's restaurant through one. FX. Yeah, it's it's a restaurant show. Yeah. It stars the guy who played Lip in Shameless. Who I've always thought was the best actor on that show by like a mile. Oh, really? Even, and that's saying a lot because there's a lot of good actors on that show. Uh, but like, I was like, this dude's a star. He's got to be in everything. And he's the lead in this show. Um, so the premise is uh, the lead guy's brother passes away, but his brother owned this restaurant that's in Chicago that's kind of like a staple for them. It's like it's a, this famous beef place that's in Chicago. Uh, so it's not a five star restaurant, but it is like a famous local eatery, basically. Uh, so he takes it over after his brother dies. But the thing is, the lead character uh, was a chef that came from a five-star restaurant. And Joel McHale actually plays his old boss and kind of cameos in it. Uh, and he plays this chef that's, like, just talking crap to him. But, like, not in a way that Gordon Ramsay does where he yells. He's just yeah. standing behind him and going, you are such a piece of garbage. You cut that <laughs> onion oh like gosh. a bitch. He's so mean <laughs> and cruel and unlikable. And and the lead guy just has to sit there and take it. He's just like, yes, chef, yes, chef, or whatever. So wow. he's 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 trying to implement things he learned in five star restaurants at this new restaurant, and not a lot of the cooks are on board or whatever. So I, I think it it's just so well written, and every single character, every single cook in that kitchen is so well written um, that it's just it's just awesome to watch, and it's like a breezy. I don't want to say breezy. There's there's some, thematically some challenging things going on here, but there's it's you know it's a thirty minute episode. Well, even thing. the trailer seemed to show like yeah. there's going to be some cultural and background and racial things that are going to come into play here, which to right. me, all that be creates very human, very interesting interactions and stories. Yeah. So there hasn't it been, I, I thought there'd be more of that. There hasn't been a lot of that so far, okay. but okay. you definitely feel the stress of being in a kitchen during a, a rush hour. Like, I mean, they definitely but he's not. But that he went from five star to right. like, isn't he more like downtown kind of yes. a smaller? Very okay. downtown, more urban, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah. yeah. More diverse crowd instead of just fame, like rich white people <laughs> so like like real people basically he yeah went real from, like people, yes. fake people to real yeah. people basically yeah. so i mean there's yeah man it's just so well written it's it's the guy who created it this is his first time ever creating a show he produced eighth grade he directed like bo burnham specials before uh inside um he's directed like a lot of specials and he did a few Raimi episodes Rami, but not a whole lot of show running type stuff or show yeah this is his first time yeah. creating something from scratch that's his and it seems That's like cool. he did his homework because uh, if you look at like Reddit or whatever, um, they'll acknowledge this as one of the most accurate shows from a kitchen perspective. Like apparently this show 
is did a lot of its research correctly. It's the Scrubs to, of uh, of restaurant yeah, shows. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's you like would, Scrubs' yeah. big claim to fame is like we really did our homework on like the actual health side stuff. Of exactly, stuff. like yeah. the hospitals. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, a little Thank extra you. attention to detail. You know, yeah. right, right. Nice. Yeah, this got me eager to finish it. I just haven't been able to. I just is yeah. that full season out or is it still releasing yeah, it just all okay. launched at once it's eight episodes okay. i think uh i gotta, I gotta watch half this hour each to, okay. it could be really easy to get through in one sitting but i just randomly decided to put it on at like 8 p.m so i couldn't get through all the way through it but when i did start it i was like man i don't want to stop just keep going. i gotta i gotta pause my uh colombo and dark side of the ring uh watching those are my two main shows How, right now don't so you dare Lombo. pause dark side of the uh, ring. dark side of the ring is so crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dude good. it makes me i just saw the one <laughs> Real quick with, uh, and I've seen this story told a bunch of times about Owen Hart, but just yeah. watching this one, the oh. way they did it this time with really ta- like honing in on the Hart, wife right? specifically. Yeah, because she's never really had a chance to and tell her point of view before. It, and yeah. and his kids got to share a little bit. It was just like, right. dude, he, again, I know documentaries can make anything look like anything. I get that. For, but for he real, yeah. so comes across as one of the really good ones that was in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did like I always kind of thought that, but I didn't know for sure. But watching this just it just makes it so much more sad. It's just like he was legit a family guy, like a right. family dude. He was yeah. a good dad, a good husband, was not a legacy around. wrestler family. You know, yeah, like, like I'm sure had some issues, but generally was one of those like those really good guys. And he was just on the cusp of probably going to break through. Right. And I remember they even talk about this in the dark side of the ring where they're like Eddie Guerrero and all those guys are about to join WWE. And that's probably when he would have started to shine again because they weren't sure what to do with him. And they would have been yeah, great. They kept giving him this stuff. silly cartoon gimmick of the blue blazer. And Which he's like, what, all right, whatever, I'll do it 100 percent. ended up killing it. Right. But um, right. Anyway. So, yeah. And they even show the fact that the they could be harness stuff. Yes. The fact that they could go that deep and show you what went wrong. She showed what the harness. It was like a yeah. sailing harness. That's she was meant. Like, I, I was like, that, and I go, yeah. no. I, I'm yeah. no harness expert, and I was like, uh-uh, you're not ho- hoisting nope. me at 300 feet in the air, you know, like. She some... said it's one that they normally use for sailboats, and it's meant to open when six pounds of pressure is applied. And I'm like, what is he? 230 pounds of muscle? Like, of course right, it's exactly. going to open. He's a bigger wrestler. The jerk. Uh, crack. Yeah. That's uh, why the second that it jerked, like he just here's the thing. And... Here's the thing that frustrates me the most with this, uh, with Vince McMahon especially, because who is becoming more and more villainized with totally. recent stories nowadays, which is great. Totally. Uh, but like he has always, his claim to fame was, I'll never ask you to do anything I'll never do myself. He didn't do that stunt. He would never all. do that. <laughs> well, and it was enough. weird. Like they, they <laughs> and if he did, a, he would have paid the money for a good. They, car- they carried on the night with like his blood still in the ring. It was just yep. really tacky. Yeah, and dude, like, there yeah. was a lot of tackiness Ooh, to it. Yeah. You know, and, and Undertaker came out for a main event match with Stone Cold. Like, and this was like a couple hours after Owen's uh, incident. And like Undertaker, you could see had tears in his eyes walking down the ramp because that was yeah. like it was right before that Owen was announced as deceased. Yeah. Yep. So like you can see if you go back and watch the entrances, you can rough. see wrestlers very shaken about what happened. That was super rough. Also, uh, I got to just say, I think Peter Falk is one of the more underappreciated classic actors. I know he died probably 12, 13 years ago now. I forget how long ago he died. But um, I guess I as a kid growing up, I just thought of Columbo as this smart bumbling detective that's what he is of course mm-hmm. he is that he is that but he has incredible comedic timing that i didn't really appreciate till i'm watching it now as an adult and watching his timing with some of the stuff he's doing i'm just like he was really good at this and i didn't i kind of looked up some of his other stuff he did before colombo and 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 during and after like he was actually in a good amount of comedy stuff like in some comedy uh, ensemble casts for a few things like he's he's good man like he was 
he was really good actor. He was really yeah. good. And he's very funny. And um, a lot of it's very preposterous. A lot of it's very silly and dated, but a lot of it is incredibly clever. And it's also fun to see other classic actors like your Robert Conrad or Dick Van Dyke, or these guys come in as the special guest villain, basically for him to, Oh, and Johnny Cash was in one. I mean, really? it's as, as the, as the killer. So again, very dated, but like, just so fun. I'm really enjoying. Uh, I hear that often about that show from people that are like our age. Yeah. Like people, people genuinely like that show still. Like, like literally <laughs> never, I literally like, never heard of it until you posted about it the other day. I'm just, I just, I legit enjoy it. And I was talking to my wife about it. I was like, is this just because I probably watched, oh, maybe 10 total episodes with my dad when I was younger. Not that many, but enough. You know, we watched it together enough times. And now I'm going through and I'm seeing episodes I've never seen before and all this stuff. It's not a long conjoined story. It's all just one like killer of the week type of a thing. Um, They were like hour 20, sometimes hour and a half long episodes. I think it's like it was almost like TV movies they would make. And then they would space them out sometimes with months in between. Like Like it was almost things of uh, it was almost like TV movies is what I'm starting to realize as I look at it. but uh, but yeah, man, I think it's it's and he they would oftentimes invite recurring actors back to play a new villainous role, even though it's the same actor like Robert Culp. Uh, you might recognize him if you look him up. He kind of looks like Dick Van Dyke a little bit, but he was actually most famously from I Spy with Bill Cosby. Funny enough. Um, but anyway, he um, that's he why plays, I know that name. He plays three different villains in three totally different storylines, even though he <laughs> was caught all three times. But they just keep having to come back because he's great. He's great. At playing that role of a guy who's very confident, incredibly smart, but Columbo just pushes the buttons in the right way, to the, and he's so bumbling. Like for example, I just watched an episode, um, not with Robert Culp, but, but with you know the regular Columbo episode where he's trying to track down this uh, this homeless wino guy who happened to hear the gunshots of this murder, and so he goes into this homeless mission or homeless shelter, and all the nuns won't let Columbo explain who he is. They think, they assume, because he's wearing this ratty old jacket that he wears in every episode, and he always looks disheveled, they just assume he's a homeless guy off the street. So this whole thing plays out where, and he plays it so well. Like, you could tell he's a very funny, funny person Mm -hmm. because he just, he doesn't know how to quickly interrupt them to say, I'm not a homeless man, I'm a detective here to talk to someone. So they, (laughs) all the way to the point where he's sitting at the table and they're serving him soup, and he kind of just gives up, like, this is pretty good. You know, he just starts eating the soup. <laughs> like, it's All just, right. it's just so good. It's good, wholesome stuff, man. I love and it. And it's during the era of television that people, like families used to just gather on the television and go, yes. it's on, get over here. It was appointment yes. viewing, which used to be a thing. Yeah. Now we view appointments differently where it's like, it's an appointment for yourself. It's personal. Uh, but back yeah. then it was like, it was airing at a specific time. And if you missed it, then you missed it. You know, like, yep. Yeah, you had to watch it. You know, and early on it wasn't as much of a thing, but as the show went on, people started to realize that yeah, audiences yeah. love his one. Oh, one more thing moment. That's that's the classic Columbo thing. Was he would finish talking to the main guy who he? You can tell that Columbo's on to this guy. The guy thinks he's scot free, and the guy explains some scenario that seems to have satisfied the question. And as Columbo's leaving, he's like, "I'm so sorry to interrupt. I'm so sorry." And he'll start walking out, and all of a sudden he'll be like, "Oh." I'm I'm so sorry. Just one more thing. He does it every time and it's so satisfying every time. Like 
again, I feel like I'm living in the 70s when I watch this show. It just takes me right this back. This is why Tarantino old, huh? uh, made a fake show around it, and he wants to make a real show out of the fake show he made from once upon a <laughs> time in Hollywood. Because yeah. he just loves that era of television so much for a reason, you know? <laughs> well, I was always curious about Columbo's eyes, if he was just kind of cross-eyed, because he's got a weird it look. It looks like it's that actor, yeah. So I, I looked it up. He was seven years old when he had cancer or something behind his eye and had his eye removed. He's had a glass oh, wow. eye since he was seven. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, okay. And so I have a friend that actually had that happen to him, and he just yeah. he doesn't have a glass eye or anything. It's just he's too much glass eye. But yeah, it's it's you know it's obviously not his real eye there. Right. Um, I didn't I didn't realize that. That's wow. Yeah. I had uh, a, a cyst in my eye when I was a kid, and I had it removed when I was like three. Chase. So I it would have it would have grown right here in my like right near my nose and it would have grown like past my eye and been like size of a tennis ball. I wonder yeah. if that's similar to what he had, but back in the day, they just didn't know. They didn't have that. to remove my eye. It was right, like right here on my nose. It would have yeah. just blocked my eye completely. Dang. Um, so I was very lucky that it wasn't inside my eye. Good Lord. Can't yeah. That's no some kidding. scary shit. That is scary. Yeah. All right. Let's do some Kahoot. Some Kahootin'. Kahoot! Oh, shit. Here we go. Good let's Kahoot see pun. if I can, uh, you know, pick a name that it satisfies. Kahoot! Yeah. All right, so let me share my screen. Damn it. Let's see here. Kahoot. Start sharing. Don't need sound. Okay. Can you guys see the Kahoot purple screen here? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll go to classic mode. All right, so the pin's going to load up. You guys on whatever device. Here's your game <laughs> pin. You log in. I mean, it's easier if you use something close to your real name, because last time I really couldn't tell who was ahead. That was annoying. But you don't have to. You can use... Knuckle biters Tim, or whatever. Tim, you had don't don't put me in a box, Tim. How's that? <laughs> Jeff the winner. I was. <laughs> Jeff, go to hell. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this audio only, I'll try to make sure I read the questions and answers clearly. I know last time I didn't do a great job of that, and then, but also you could jump over to YouTube and and actually watch it. Um, God, you fucking. <laughs> It's still got it out for Dan. Dan, oh, won't let, so let, let let me try. All right, so get rid of that. I'm gonna do like a like just a normal, like, not Tim. I like not that. Tim. That's good. All right, that's good. That's great. <laughs> that's yeah. good. Don't don't tell me who to name myself as Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that's this is Kyle's rebellious phase, everybody. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyle is not Tim. All right, so we got Jeff the winner. We got not Tim, and we got nice guy. Nice guy. Oh, nice guy. Dan. See, so nice guy's acceptable. Nice guy's fine. Nice guy, Dan. Yeah, all because right. it's not something yeah, obscene like, like you're like, trying to force. All I did was right go to hell. You go to hell. It's just a website run by of Christian like maniacs. Like, you know? <laughs> Stop it's not a real place. Uh, if you can't be funny without curse words, you're not really funny. I, okay. I do I do think they keep it very out. PG because it's very like a lot of people use it for work. That's where I learned about it. Was it work setting? But, Whatever. This site ah, sucks. I got you. Um all right, here we go. Make it my personal life a mission in life to destroy this, this website. <laughs> this Kahoot quiz is all about celebrities, mostly actors, but celebrities and video games. Cool. So here we go. You guys. Oh, do you, you have your devices all set to go, right? You're good to go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, Celebrities and video nice games. Guy, here we go. First question coming up right now. Which British comedian voiced the character Wheatley in Portal 2? Oh, Russell wow. Brand, Ricky Gervais, Rowan Atkinson, or Stephen Merchant? I guys, I added images this time. You guys got it, Stephen Merchant. I added little Lucky gift guess. images. Isn't that fun? Isn't that fun? That's Everybody. Super fun, Tim. Yeah. Okay. This site yes. still sucks. <laughs> This site, was this site is actually fun. I liked it. This site can eat a bag of dicks. Are right? there supposed this to be images? Can... I don't see any images. I just see graphs. Not yet. Like at the begin during the question, you'll see like a little 
or oh, I'm sorry, during the answer answer options, you'll see like a little animated. Okay. Gift. Oh, that's now cool. it's a now it's a matter of speed. Okay. Yeah, speed speed plays a part. That's for sure. Here we go. I think that was always the case. Yeah, I think that's that always been Troy's been. Ba- Troy Baker's first credited video game voice oh acting. Oh, that's Aeon Flux, Full Metal Alchemist, and The Broken Angel, Blood Rain Two. Now I see the image, the <laughs> GIF. Oh yeah, I love it. Oh, I really oh, like that you great. grabbed that. That's amazing. It was ah, Full Metal Alchemist yeah. and The Broken. Ah damn. Suck it. I, that's an anime, now, not a game, but that's fine. I actually yeah, saw, I, I thought it was an anime. I yeah. saw a clip. Uh, no, this is the game version of this. Was the oh, first game he was credited yeah. with, and so um, I really because he talks about it as Brothers in Arms was the first one. But if you look back, and I don't know if it's release date related, but this is the first one that was released with him credited. Yeah, um, right. years before Brothers in Arms. Full Metal Alchemist. Was he in Blood Rain too? He was. Yeah, he was the okay, main. I got that right at least. Oh, okay, I was about to say. I, was yeah, saying, I remember him being in that game. I like... So I picked that one too. I was like, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yep. Uh, whatever. All right, here we go. So nice guy in, in the lead right now. Here we go. I don't know who that is. So I don't know either. None of you are nice. Andy Circus. Andy Circus voices characters in a number of video games. Which of these games was he not involved oh, with? Oh man. Is it Enslaved, King Kong, Heavenly Sword, or World of Warcraft? One of these he was not involved with. Ooh. World of Warcraft. Okay. Yep. I guess that right. So of course, Enslaved. I thought King was the Kong one. was a misdirect. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. To, I like where your head's at. You know. Yeah. By the way, some of these I made tricky on purpose, and I'm not sorry. Okay, here we go. <laughs> he wasn't voice acting in video games when World of Warcraft came out, so I thought it was easy. Whatever. Good job, not Tim. Proud of you. I know. Not Tim, but <laughs> nice, nice guy. guy. I hope you die in a fire. I don't know what happens. Yeah. Oh, that's and aggressive. Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> the winner, ironically in third place. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these celebrities has never been credited with a video game voice performance? Harrison Ford, Liam Neeson, Russell Crowe, or Susan Sarandon? Oh, this is interesting. One oh, of them is tough has, as hell, dude. Are you kidding me? One of them me? has never. I took a shot in the dark. It, Same. It's either, all right, I got it right. Uh, wow. Well, Russell Crowe. So Harrison Ford, I can only find one, and that was in the Lego Star Wars as yes. Han Solo. Oh, wow, really? Get out of here. No way, man. Game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think Liam yeah. Neeson has done a couple of them, mostly yeah, yeah. I think Star Wars. Fallout, Fallout and I found one for Sweet. Susan Sarandon, I think. Um, and I, I want to say it was maybe a Fallout game. It was one of those bigger games. Susan like Sarandon was like one, like the one I was like most confident in. I was like, I know I've seen her. Like, uh, and Liam Neeson something. just got Fallout Three. Harrison yeah. Ford, I actually didn't know. I actually would yeah. would have never thought in a million years his so, grumpy ass would agree to this. To be right. honest, yeah. <laughs> when I first came up with this question, I thought he's probably going to be the answer. Let me start with him, and then I'll find three others. But nope, it, he was yeah, he was credited with one. So there you wow. go. Wow. Oh wow. Uh, I probably would have picked him too. All right, here we go. Not Tim is in the lead. Nice guy in second. Jeff the winner in third. Here we go. Number five. This Hollywood director worked with Capcom to direct a live-action trailer oh, for Resident Evil 2. This director. I, I don't remember this. Romero, well, the person Robert who I thought it was is not there, so I have no Wes idea. Wes Craven or Kiyoshi Kurosawa. One of these directors, <laughs> one of these horror directors, teamed up with Capcom. George Romero. Yep. Okay. Did someone get that right? Good job. Good is that Dan? Job. Yeah. Nice guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that they actually made a big deal of this one. Um, like Capcom actually put that on the trailer, like directed by George Romero for the trailer. Like they made That's a big cool. deal out right. of him directing their live action trailer. I hate this so much. I was <laughs> honestly this category. I have a category that I was gonna do before this one, Jeff, but I was like, oh, that one's. 
that one's maybe a little too nerdy during times when Jeff wasn't gaming. So let me be nice and do celebrity stuff. Ah, I see. With movies. So he said he created this for you to win, and you're still wow. losing. Wow. How the turntables. I'm tempted to say those words exactly. This celebrity was such an avid gamer that his famous girlfriend threatened to break up with him because of it. I remember. Uh, Zach Efron, Henry Cavill, Jonah Hill, or Post Malone. Damn it. Oh, my God. Exactly. Really? I swear that was Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, I could have wow. sworn. <laughs> we all I, picked I was, Henry Cavill. That may have been the most confident I've ever been choosing yeah. an answer. <laughs> wow, so, Zach Efron? So Henry Cavill oh, may have had a girlfriend threaten him, but wasn't a famous girlfriend. Zach Efron was famously dating the other girl from High School Musical. Yeah. What was her name? Uh, um, I, oh, boy. Uh, Don't Vanessa tell me. Because I, I cannot yes. lose another... Vanessa, whatever. Because, anyway, uh, apparently he was... Apparently, he was very into one of the Halos, Halo 2, maybe, or Halo 3, and like loser. played it a, a lot in, be- in between working out, I'm guessing. Henry Cavill said he almost lost a job and his girlfriend playing World of yes. Warcraft, so <laughs> I did. was like, it's him for sure. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Tricky, Tim. Number seven. Okay. Which of these actors has not played the role of a villain in a Call of Duty game? Oh, okay. Kevin Spacey. Kit Harrington, <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Kevin Spacey, Lance Henriksen. One of them has not been a villain. Oh, uh, I'm kind of... Oh, good. Jeremy Irons. Cool. All right. I actually thought it was... Why am I here? Here. I don't understand. <laughs> My, this is your night. This is your night, Jeff. Jeff, how the turntables so, have... Of course, uh, Kit Harrington and Kevin Spacey are a little more a little more obvious just because they were their, their likenesses were on the screen. And then Lance Henriksen, he did the voice of, Shep, of uh, G- General Shepard. Of the original Modern Warfare trilogy, he was like a major villain there. But interesting, Jeremy Irons, no video game credits, at least not for uh, Call of Duty. Not Tim. Taking the strong. That means all. You can say commanding lead. This comedian actor was hired to host a 2007 briefing and was infamously awkward and unfunny. Was it Mike Myers, Dane Cook? I totally remember this. Totally remember this. I don't remember this. It was oh, just, I, I, this is so, it stands out so much in my mind. And it was so I, it was, bad. I, so I think awkward. it was the same year as Mr. Caffeine. I think it was the same year. It was like an infamously bad like E3 where like everybody who showed up had like horrible press conferences. And uh, Was that the yeah. same year as the GIF that I put with the Peggle 2 guy? Was that him? Or was that a different year? That might have been it a different year. I don't know. I forget when Peggle 2 comes out. But like, boy, yeah, there was, there was a real cluster F of a year one year. And uh, yeah. Those two being part of it. That was a rough one. I don't like that num- you said GIF, Tim. Number nine. Sorry, GIF. This actor played roles in Psychonauts 2. <laughs> this one's, this one's tricky. Psychonauts 2, Broken Age, Lord of the Rings, and Legend of Spyro. This actor played roles in all four of these. Yep. Yeah. Obviously. You guys got it. Jack Black was a red herring. You're tricky. You're tricky, Tim. So just to be clear for the listener, I put Jack Black, Sean Astin, uh, Hugo Weaving, and Elijah Wood. All of them played in some combination of these, but only Elijah Wood did all. Yeah, I only also, knew Elijah. all of them Lord of the Rings actors except Jack Black. Except Jack Black. <laughs> I only knew uh, Elijah had been in Psychonauts 2 in Lord of the Rings uh, games, and I was like, that's enough for me. So yeah, that's, yeah. that was my logic there. I, I was not familiar with Spyro or uh, Broken Age. Yeah. I actually didn't realize how much Sean Astin has done with voice work, both in animated and in video games yeah. he's done a lot he's done a lot all right here we go uh not tim as a commanding lead i don't think no. not, this, not if, if kyle wins place. this that means one of three of us will have won each game that's so interesting that's so fun. I, I won already before yeah, yeah you've already no. pretty much captured it, but now it's a, battle for, it's a battle but for I, I, place I that was you before. jeff 
thought Dan won the last one, and then I won. The I one might be able that. to look back. No, and you see you won one. you won both, which is I why it's no, I didn't win both. I lost. I won one of them. Yeah. All right, here we go. Because I was real proud of myself. This actor was replaced by Nolan North, who re-recorded all of the voice work as the ghost. Come on, guys. In Destiny. Peter Dinklage, Peter Sarsgaard, Peter Stormare, Peter Griffin. You guys, you guys got it. Yeah. You, you guys it. know this one. It came from the moon. <clears throat> it came. You mean the guy who was came you got, the, the guy who was asleep in the voice booth? <laughs> I always laugh. I was. Everyone's just like, he sucked. He sounds so robotic. I'm like, yeah, the robot sounds really robotic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a what a real hot take on that. Actually, one. I don't. I don't even think he sounded robotic. I thought he sounded bored. He sounded like a bored human. He did human. sound bored, but like yeah. a bored robot, you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> but Nolan North was so much better. I remember he playing was, that game it before. Was, it was a Peter Griffin. That's a funny. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Peter, I was hoping. Hey, you got to go over here. Lois. I was hoping someone. <laughs> That's good. That's a Shut good up, Peter Meg. Griffin. That's good, too. Uh, Shut all up, right. Meg. But let's see the podium. We already know who's first place. Who was it? Oh, Jeff, the winner's in third. Man. Nice the guys irony. in second. The irony. I had to jinx myself. And not Tim is our first place winner. You're there welcome. we go. <laughs> as long as not Tim wins, everyone's happy. We could call it. We could. We could say reigning champion too. We can say that. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's totally fair. <laughs> sure. I'm gonna sure. leave this podcast right now. <laughs> oh, it gives me some difficult ones. The the girlfriend breakup one was difficult. Okay. We should right. um. We should do JRPG quiz next time. Yeah, when I'm not here one week, you do JRPG. <laughs> no, you're going to be here and you're going to do it. God damn it. You're going to play and you're going to lose. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if I won that one. Yeah, I, I, I would just kill myself. I would just kill myself. Well, that was fun. Well done. Good game, everybody. Uh, I've got, I've already got two or three other ones kind of in the pipeline. I still need to finish out questions for them, but I've got the So the I won the first one. I'm looking back. Uh, I swear you won. Both. I'm gonna do like a really deep cut Star Wars one and just like watch y'all like flounder for <laughs> <laughs> real deep like shit shit that I know. Cancel video games was the second one. Who won that yeah. one? I don't know uh, who won that one. I'm checking the YouTube. Oh, okay. If it would just catch the f up. <laughs> if our episodes weren't so long, it'd be easier for it to scrub through. It was Cucky well, McCucker. I don't remember who Cucky McCucker That's was. Me. That was you. <laughs> yes. Uh oh! All right, so Dan, I need to do a pure JRPG Final Fantasy one. Yo, that's that's what I'm saying. Reigning champion, all right, two in a row. That's reigning. That is reigning. That's some cuckery right there. You're right. Cucky McCuckery. Cucky McCuckery. All right, so for the next couple of weeks, I mean, we've talked about how 2022 has been a less than stellar year for most people. Although I think there's been a lot of diamonds in the rough for sure. Um, but the next two weeks look very dry for game releases. If you look what's coming out, there's not a whole lot. So for the my plan, at least for the show, is to do a couple more games or actually have an idea of doing a... This is stolen, completely stolen, because I just listened to the It's Always Sunny podcast where they did this, and I thought it was a lot of fun. It was their version of Newlywed Game, where we would keep it, of course, like video game and maybe movie and TV show centric, where essentially we would have to get dry erase boards, ask a question... <laughs> And whoever's like, like, let's say if it's about me and we say, what, what would be Tim's favorite sandwich? You know, if, if it were about video games, you know, Tim's favorite sandwich. And we all write it down. I have to write it down in that moment, too. I don't do it ahead of time. I do it in the moment and we see who. But we do a video game related, like favorite. I video love games, that. Yeah, favorite, I love that. 
So I thought we would do a newlywed style game to see if any of us actually listen listen to each other ever at all. That'd be fun. Right. Spoilers, I don't. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so we'll do something like that, I think. Uh, maybe another Kahoot game, but um, there's just not a whole lot of new releases coming out. I also thought we might kick off another Backlog Hall of Shame next week. We'll see how that goes. Um, but then other than that, it's just maybe some random... TV show, movie, or game that we want to talk about that doesn't Thor have to is come next out. week. Thor four. Talk, Thor, we'll talk about Thor. Thor four. Thor four. Thor Good luck with that, guys. Which, by the way, we're getting into headlines anyway. Did you see the headline that said that Christian Bale had a scream he really wanted to do, but they had to cut it because it was too disturbing or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I did. Yes, I did read this. Yes. Yeah, I was fascinated. I was like, please put that in the cut like the deleted scenes because yeah. i gotta see this i didn't yeah. know that at all that's crazy yeah um and it's also taika... version of this movie out there guys like taika was talking about it he's like yeah they're like the original cut was like four hours and um how they whittled it down to under Wait, two was it was crazy. how many it was four hours four, four hours it was four hours long the four hours the four hours um yeah uh, i also four, saw him talk about four, how uh, he was very aware uh, that the design like, the comic book version of Gore yes. yeah, was yeah, yeah. very Voldemort-like, and he was aware of that. And they decided to keep the general vibe and the sword and things like that, and the character, but changed his look. And I, I think it was a smart move. No Leku, no head tentacles. Correct. That's, a, yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Who cares? He looks, uh, yeah, he looks like he he's going to do some stuff. Very menacing, man. Yeah, like, it's going to. The very first time they showed him off, and he was in that like Chronum, you know, black and white, mm-hmm. like. I was like, yeah, that works for me. That's that's pretty menacing. I mean, the the cast they have, I don't have any fear of any of them doing a poor job or phoning it in, just because the cast they yeah. have is incredible. So, yeah, um, I'm just curious what the story is going to be. So I'm looking forward to it. All right, so some headlines. Uh, some of them are good, some bad, some in between. Um, it's about Sucker Punch, and this is something I think Dan added. But the the summary is that there's no infamous or Sly Cooper anytime soon. Not only have they said that they, as an in, their internal team, have no plans to revisit them right now, but they've also confirmed that no other outside studio is working on these franchises wow. right now. Either. That is quite literally a sucker punch. So good job. They lived up mm. to their name. Yeah. Good one. Um, good one. No I, I want more Shima, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm a little surprised um, that there, I, I feel like both of these are kind of due for... I think they're I'm, both money makers too. To be I'm honest. super bummed yeah, about infamous, No Infamous. I, I really like those two Infamous games. I, I mean, well, infamous, the third one's good too. But I like the third it's, one. Thank you for like separating them though, because the first two are really good, and the third one's just good. You know, like. Well, I just I like I like Cole's story. Like there's like too. a whole arc, and then like Delson gets introduced, and it's like all right, but then they just did the one game the and gameplay in the third game is really good. But yes, boy, the yes. story of that first game is so excellent. Oh yeah. Like, oh, yes. God. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I have to admit, I haven't played either of the first games. Oh, okay. it's so good. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, very, PS, it's very good. Those are both PS3, right? Those came yeah. out around the yeah, same yeah, yeah. exact time as Prototype did. So, like, yeah. there was, like, this, yeah. like, oh, open world kind of, like, hero uh, thing going on there. And, like, man, I always thought Infamous is the better of the two. So. Yeah, it's just a very dark uh, stuff that happens in that. Infamous Whenever, is, like, a, just a super dark superhero uh, game. Yeah. I think they're both yeah. on... Uh, I only played Second Son. They are. Oh, Me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I played second, by, but I finished it. Second's I like that good, game. You know, it, it good. is good. It's just the story is not like there in the way that it is for the. It was first also close time. enough oh, yeah. to the launch of the new consoles that it felt like a next gen title. To right. Me. It was a very yeah. next gen title to me as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 
Um, I thought it looked really good and played. It was really fun to play. Um, I like I like the moment moment of gameplay too, like the little the side activities that you have you doing and the clearing out of bases right. and like there's yeah. the, the game had a really nice like uh, progression and pacing. And not think, overwhelming um, open world. Yeah. I think it was no, a good setup here. for him because like the whole thing with the infamous games is the uh, like kind of choosing good guy bad guy right like renegade right, or paragon sort of games. thing. But I think it was a good setup honestly if they wanted to make another game of like. Um, having Delson actually be the big bad because like what his powers oh, are is like yeah. absorbing everyone's powers, right? So that would be an interesting big bad who's just like taking everyone's powers and You're like Styler powerful. Styler, yeah, Styler vibes. Um, yes. Um, and then bringing back Cole because there's the two different yeah, paths right. with Cole. Kyle, I'm sure you know, there's mm -hmm. kind of two different things. So like in some way, very comic book way, kind of like, yeah. you know. I like the idea of bringing back the old in. hero to face off with the new hero that you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Brilliant, always but, like the big fan theory, yeah. like after that that yeah, third game yeah. came out. So like the next game we're gonna do, play, they're gonna uh, face off. First light, I thought that was a pretty decent little expansion, yeah, yeah. spinoff game. Just a cool oh. character too. You know, the yeah. light, the, gir the girl that can like control like light particles or whatever. Was that Ashley Birch also? I, I think know. so. Or was that Laura Bailey? It was one of those two. It was one of those. Yeah, it was one of those. It's always one of those two. Yeah. Just like they're, just they're the Delson Nolan North Baker, and Troy Baker, right? Yeah. The female. Sure, Delson was Troy Baker too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, an Indian American guy or Native American American guy. So, mm. uh, Corey Barlog from uh, the God of War team. Of course, he's not directing the Ragnarok sequel, uh, although I do think he's involved with creatively and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, he's confirmed through some frustrating responses to, on Twitter, which people should just get off Twitter. I think everyone's just frustrated on there all the time. Um, yes, but anyway, yes, um, we're waiting, we're waiting to be frustrated. But the good them. news there is that we get a lot of news out of it. But anyway, um, he insists that the God of War sequel has not been delayed, which you can infer means it's still on track for this year because it's technically supposed to arrive in 2022. And he's saying it's not delayed. Um, but there were some leaks, some industry insider info that June 30th was when they were planning on announcing the release date, showing the special editions. And I think those are pretty well-founded but I think they've internally pushed back the release date announcement. So they didn't right. ever say anything official. June 30th, we yeah. will be. They didn't do that. But I think internally they decided we're going to hold off on this for whatever reason. Um, and so he was just responding to that. In addition well, to defending, and I think rightfully so, um, just like we talked about with uh, uh, with Obi-Wan, people going after actors. Now people with video games, of course, continue to go after developers. It's just like stop and so he well, came like, out not only for his god of war team but also for the return to monkey island folks he's yeah. just like leave developers alone for real yeah the us. monkey island that, guy said how, he won't even how, show anything anymore yeah leave everyone how, alone how bored do you have to be no. to go after the return to monkey island guy that makes that well, guy no has sense. to be the jolliest guy on earth well right? like he like, like left the industry right and then he came back to make the sequel which yeah, he was like reluctant like, about like, like, inspector like oh yeah you and your system shock crap uh, you know like uh, it's just like, it's so weird the, uh, the santa monica um twitter page had to literally do like this whole like little this tweet of like hey like let's just be better and like i don't know tim if you also noticed like there were some female devs like tweeting out like yeah so getting dick pics from pe random people and like being like what's the, where's the date and like sending it it's like what, what the fuck's wrong with that. you people that, like that's are you so weird me? to like, me it's like not only because you know you hear about those kind of people all the time who send explicit images whether it's of themselves or who cares who it does that's gross to send it to someone in a dm like that but then to use that as a way to get their attention to ask a question about a game, yeah, like, I just so like, oh, here's the date. Like, don't understand I mean, this. I mean, yeah. think what back was the tactic the day, there? before we had 
all of these social media platforms, you would have to actually write a letter, go to the <laughs> post office, put a stamp on it, and send it to the organization. It would then go through their mail system, probably come through a few assistants or mail sorters, mm-hmm. and it would never get to these people. Right. But now it's going right to their inbox when they open their phone and they're going to check their DMs. And there's something in between there that needs to happen. Like there's no longer well, that filter system. What's weird is any of these people even have like like don't don't just be so open with your with your social media then. I think I, agree. I mean if I was one of these people I'd be like yeah. I am not I'm not going to I'm going to somehow make this as yeah, private as possible like I already have a game plan for if one of my songs happens to take off by accident uh cuz god knows I'm not putting in the work for that. Uh but if that <laughs> oh ever happens self deprecating over here. <laughs> Such a but if that ever happens, I already have a plan to just log, like, delete all the apps from my phone. Yeah, right. Just delete <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. just have somebody else manage that shit because I don't want to talk to these people. I'm so, like, no offense, <laughs> thank you, but also some of you are weirdos and I don't want to talk to you. Like, it's yeah. just, yeah. it's yeah. I've it's seen too many horror dumb. stories, you know. Well, yep. so dumb. That, that's why people have full-time social media manager jobs. Like people scoff at that exactly. all the time. But that's, in my opinion, especially for an organization or if you work for a lot, if you're a kind of a figurehead of any kind, if you represent the company in any way, like have someone who's managing that stuff for you. At least exactly. your official accounts, you know? Yeah. Um, if you're in a position to hire somebody for that, for the love of God, just do it. Yeah. It's just, God, yeah, it's just, just so strange to me because like these people put in their bios. You can hire freelancers for that now. Like, like honestly... After everything, I know we're not circling back to Obi-Wan. I'm just saying this is one solution I thought of after our conversation with Disney. One thing they could have done is for anyone involved with any of our properties, we've got part of it is you're going to actually have some of our social media folks help manage your accounts or help shield you for like filter out whatever. Like it'd be great if there was some kind of protection there. Again, like yeah. a mail room at an old school office building. Don't let every piece of mail come through. That's insane. There's some idiots. Right. Okay, there's a lot of idiots apparently. Right. Um, but also just be smarter and don't share like everything like just I don't know. Yeah. I think I feel like some people are just way too like I get that you're proud working at Santa Monica studio. But yes, I don't know. Like just don't put that in your bio. Also. Or if you do, just, don't not... like close your DMs like you have to, sure. I have to follow yeah, you in right, order for yeah. you to DM me or whatever the rules are that you yeah, can yeah. set. Yeah, there are ways there are um, ways to restrict people. From these these you. these social media platforms every, also yeah. need to be like give way more options of letting people have more yes. privacy settings. And it like, should default to the private settings and you can open it up if you really want to. Yeah. For reason. Yeah. It should be way more Agreed. intricate and break that down more. Yeah. Agreed for across real. the board. Um, but yeah, the guys, the crazy video game maniacs who are sending dick pics with where's the date on this game to somebody. Do you think they're actually reading a tweet by Santa Monica saying do better going, Oh, I should do better. Like, no, those guys aren't doing like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's where it's no. it's a it's, crazy cycle. It's a it's crazy like, cycle. It's like that um the bit Bill Burr says where it's like the 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 guy that beats his wife sees the billboard. He's like, oh, Dude, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, honey. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's like yeah. no, that's not. I think know. it should be a very simple. If if that happens, Twitter should already see it. But if they get reported, then they I don't know can't DM or use the image function or something like like turn yeah. that off for them I, I don't know listen i don't know if there's a solution it sucks it's stupid yeah, i think i mean if they can restrict youtube creators like that yeah where it's like oh well this one video is problematic even though we didn't have a human review it yeah we right. just know it's problematic <laughs> yeah uh, and or they if it's a brand new, if it's a brand new account or with no getting followers monetized, like brand they new can account do the same thing 
brand new account, no followers, can't send DMs. Yeah. Like you have to have your account for a certain number of days, certain number of followers before you can DM yeah. other accounts or something. Like there's, there's something ways, that um, there's ways I to think, do this. I think that uh, that one platform that what's the one platform where like people organize for January sixth? I can't remember what it's called. It's not. <laughs> It's not the Trump Truth platform that he launched after the fact. It's was it AOL? Else. Was it Netscape? No, no, it was <laughs> called something else. I can't remember. But I think they had like a verification system. It was like way too far reaching, though. They wanted like the last four of your social and shit. Oh, so nice. don't do that. But I'm saying that yeah. everybody that signs up for an account, I, I feel like they should all get verified. Like one way or another, they should all find a way to implement a verification system where it's like, what's your phone number to set yeah. verification? Uh, like, I think there's a dating app that makes you take a picture of yourself and shit and like yeah. validates what you um, look like compared to your picture. Um, like, so, I mean, I, there's gotta be ways to verify it. They just don't want to do it. It's like a I whole other be, um, budget a, they have to put together. Yeah. There yeah. should be a, a basic intelligence test that you have to take. Um, and if you <laughs> fail, <laughs> if you fail it, someone, a group of like the SWAT team shows up at your house. They <laughs> They take you away. They put you on an island with all the other fucktards. Yeah. And you guys can all just be dumped together. Dude, then that becomes like, a new reality show. Yeah. It becomes yeah. a new dumb, reality dumb show. Dumb Island. There we go. HBO. Dude. HBO. Get uh, get on it. You got Nikki Blazer. I would watch Dumb Island. I would watch Dumb Island. No, um, yeah, don't call it Dumb Island. Call it Fucktard Island. And say it. Safe. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's acceptable. I can't do it. I have a chip in my brain that won't let me say it. All right. Um, <laughs> you had the surgery. You had the surgery. I, I had it. I had the surgery. Done. The South Park surgery? <laughs> but it, it does kind of carry over some of the themes of our discussion from last week. And that is like all of these issues would go away if there weren't just horrible people who act on the dumbest of impulses. Yes. Um, but now because of that, decent people have to have conversations about, hey, how do you stop this from happening? It's so frustrating. It is. Um, you're right. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. All right. Let's go down to some better news. A Nintendo Direct Mini, which they haven't done one of these third-party kind of partner showcases in a little while. It's been a long time. Or any Nintendo Direct since February. Uh, we do have a reaction to this up on the channel, so go check that out if you want to. But some of the uh, announcements that jumped out to me, let me go, know if you guys uh, have any that I missed here. But Nier Automata is coming to the Switch, and it's not the cloud version. <laughs> which is so sorry. So, on, oh, can I just... <laughs> I won't spend too long on this, okay? But you no, couldn't has... get Kingdom Hearts 1 running <laughs> yes. regularly on native like hardware, right. but you can get near running. That game came out like just three or four years ago. Like, yeah. the, and it's way the faster. The other game came out like 14 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also way faster and more kinetic and chaotic. Oh, like God. Yeah, all of those things. Yeah, I just... Um, and again, I'm like, you got The Witcher running on the Switch, but like, you couldn't get... Kingdom Hearts 2 was just so beyond Dude, you. Dude, I like, think they just didn't want anyone to work on it. I think they just wanted yeah, to... Like, yeah. yeah, let's just put... But it's going to include all the previous DLCs all and some new costumes. Um, comes out October 6th. It'll be 40 bucks. Um, I didn't see anything about cloud version. So if it is cloud version, this is one of the sneakiest yeah. things. It's no, it's yeah. it, it's because it's I it's, saw it's, people it's tweeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah people were like really uh, gobsmacked about like just uh, being. They know. showed a uh, a new trailer for Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. They actually Ubisoft also did a feature on it, which looks really it was really cool. Uh, deep dive into it if you like this game. But the big news to me was the release date of October twentieth. Um, they talked about some new gameplay features and stuff like that, but um, it's worth watching the thing on your own if you're interested. But that game still looks like a lot of fun. A very busy October month um, coming up for us. Yeah, here. the October and seemingly, if you follow rumors, November filling up yeah. quickly. 
Yeah, Very absolutely. Quickly. Yeah. Um, it was funny because they said this is he introduced the Nintendo Direct Mini with we're going to mainly be focusing on games that come out in 2022. And they went on in their first five games. I think three or four of them were 2023 games. I don't know. I feel like they just <laughs> yeah, it was it was very interesting. Nice setup, guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mega Man Battle Network Fun Legacy down. Collection. If you haven't played these games, they're really fun little strategy they're RPGs. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very creative. And I, I just I like I just like the way they've taken that Mega Man lore and environment and characters and and all that and turned it into a really fun turn-based rpg um very and it really does take some smarts that game difficulty i'm not saying it's incredibly it's, difficult it's hard man yeah. but the difficulty once they teach you the ropes it starts to spike and you're like oh i gotta yeah. think i really gotta think there's okay. some actual unique stuff that you're doing there like yeah but then they turn into kind of like pokemon games right at some point where like you got red or blue or you know you got like first they started to split i think yeah 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 i think i think so i, th I think there's like nine games in this like package but like well it's uh, actually gonna come with tens but maybe ten, that, excuse me maybe that's because yeah but then, I, yeah but there are like dual versions of but i think there's like different content slightly you know so it's like it's even with the dual versions we might be looking at <laughs> five to six completely unique yeah 100 percent. Right? yeah long long um, rpgs they're 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 big games um, and yeah, the Pokemon connection is actually very apt because you play a human character who then uses these chips, and that includes like Mega Man and other characters. Yeah, it's uh, like a digital a, version. It's like a digital battleground. Like Digimon. Um, and Never but Digimon. Be, either Never. you can you can either buy these through two digital volumes or you can buy one physical version, uh, PS4, PC, and Switch in 2023. Same with Super Bomberman R2 2023. Um, that's another Bomberman. game that. Uh, they announced Pac-Man World, which is the PS1 title getting a remake coming out in August. The remake we all asked for, guys. Yeah, finally. That's the Did one. We, That's what I was that waiting game, for. Like, actually, I got like, out of my chair. Is it heralded enough <laughs> where people are like, well, we got, I got to have a way to play that game today. Dude, you know, I, like, I, I, I vaguely remember this game, and I remember it being on on par with, like, do you remember Spot, the 7-Up? Yeah. Uh, mascot. Oh, yeah, they made yeah, a game yeah, of yeah. that guy. Dude, that Sega game was fun. Like Spot's yeah, Quest or fun. something like that. Um. It's anyway. Probably better than this game. So. <laughs> yeah. It this. So like there were elements of this that I thought looked kind of charming and whatever at first glance. But the more I thought about, it, the more I was like, I don't want this. I don't want this at all. <laughs> um. If I want to, if I want a fun platformer, I'll just go back and finally single player um, through Kirby. You know. I just so. think it's really sexist of them to do a remake of a Pac-Man game. Why not Miss Pac-Man? Where's Where's the representation of Miss Pac-Man? Like. Mm. Good point. It actually should be a take, a, take a lap on that pack one, person. Yeah. <laughs> take a lap. All right, Kyle. <laughs> uh, it needs to be pack person, and then no more. Separate. Right? Yeah. Non-binary uh, pack. Return to Monkey Island is going to launch on Switch first, as far as consoles go, PC and Switch first, and that'll be this year. They didn't give a date, but they said it's still planned for 2022. Y'all, do y'all play those games? Y'all Monkey Island. The Monkey games? Islands? I never tried no. them. No. I've never played them either. I swear no. I did. They look quirky and know. and like. Funny. They're like they're like point and click adventures, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah. So. And I listen. I I do like these games, and I'll go on a kick while I where I like these, especially the old school ones. Like I'll go back and play some old Sierra games, like Space Quest or King's oh, yeah, Quest. Like, I, what a what a throwback thing. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy. So I do. I feel like I would enjoy these if I just kind of got into that mode and just jumped into them. I just haven't. Um, I just I just want to throw out there, people are again. They're <laughs> They're bitching about the way that this one looks. I think it looks much better than the older ones. Yeah. What was this supposed to look like? That's well, they, what did I a, was they did a remake of... complaining. I'm like, well, I don't... like. Was this just a like remake of the other ones? I think they were remade, weren't they? I did. The but I, li I like this style. It feels unique to me. Like, yeah. when, when you look at, like, Fine. the original versions of them, they, they look like kind of like old drawn cartoons. Like, they yeah. just don't look super... I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I agree. our friends, but... I agree. 
Uh, you saying people are overreacting, Dan? That's weird. Yeah, uh, on the internet, no. That way. has never happened. That's I strange. Know. I know. Um, I Sonic know. Frontiers is still happening this this holiday, apparently. Um, listen, we did see some more footage. If you guys watched this, and they actually showed off more environments. Like it still has that weird open area that they mm-hmm. showed that made us all go like tech demo, right? They no. confirmed that that was the, an alpha version that they gave they IGN. Did. And so. they, if you watch this trailer. I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible because I already have negative feelings about what this game is going to be. Sure. And I really did think like, okay, this does look a lot more interesting. Like I thought the the environments were not... varied. I thought it looked more action oriented. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so weird that... to me because that other uh, show off was just weeks ago. Why not just start with this? I, I, I agree completely. <laughs> um, and apparently the news is that this was actually the Switch version, which I'm like, how? How does this look like this on the Switch? So we'll see if that's what that's, the Switch version looks like. Any sense. I don't believe it. Um, it's fake news. I don't believe you. Sonic another, on Nintendo? I don't believe so. It was another thing that I said in the reaction video was that some of the environments reminded me of that Korean kind of Pokemon ripoff game that we saw announced last year. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I forget what it's like. Do- pa- do- pal something? Doke V? Oh, yeah, yeah. Doke V, Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Thanks. Um, it kind of like a, the environments look weirdly realistic, and you have cartoon characters on top of it. It kind of had that element to yeah, it. Okay, oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, live alive. We already talked about that. Um, I'm finally gonna start saying it correctly. Live alive. Dragon live Quest. Dragon Quest. <laughs> I wish to live. Live, live. live to uh, live. Dragon Quest Treasures kind of had a Dragon Quest Builders look to it, although a little different, not quite as short, stubby characters. Um, but the idea here is that you're going treasure hunting, you recruit monsters. It's a, it's a Dragon Quest spinoff, and that comes out December 9th. Um, right now, I only saw it announced for Switch and PC. I didn't see it announced for anything else. Uh, the Portal Companion Collection, it's cool that it's on Switch, don't get me wrong, but it's like 20 bucks. For Portal 1 and 2, love those games. They're some of my favorites. I love them. But you can get them on the Steam sale for a combined like $3.50 and play them on your PC. And if you get like the orange Steam. box, you can also get like Half-Life. And what is it, like four, yeah. four or five bucks for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. so all that to say, it's cool that it's on Switch. Um, but I do, if you've got a uh, PC especially, or if you're going to get a Steam Deck, totally go grab them over there. Um, I thought Harvestella looked really interesting. That new Square... Yeah farming rpg game yeah um, um i really like the uh he kept bringing up the season of death um just real just real that. casual you know he's just like yeah the season of death and the quietists like, or you whatever. don't have seasons right. of death in your state we have those a lot here so um yeah to. when it gets cold and i'm mad because I, I don't like the cold so. <laughs> yeah. um it's in a death for jeff in texas the season of death is when it snows once every 10 years and it's like what is yeah. this <laughs> what is this? Our power grid isn't equipped and then for this. Yeah, his season of takes death. all the power away, or whatever his name is. Time yeah. for a death season. But they call uh, death's touch cold, you know. So, so this is this is also a November game. So November fourth, which is cool. Um, for most of these kind of farming life simulation games, usually the combat looks like such an afterthought and ends up being an afterthought. I thought the short little clips we saw of this, the combat actually looked interesting, like kind of a I little. Agree. Well thought yeah. out. So I don't know yeah. if it will be. It just that was did... more what I was gravitating towards when I saw yeah, the when I saw this showed off because yeah. I could give two craps about life sim farming. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. But if the action is good, then I'll stay hooked for that. Like, yeah. when is that coming? You know, yes, like, Rune, Rune Factory has been around forever, guys. So, uh, so that's right. that was what I compared it to. It was kind of like <laughs> yeah. Rune Factory, where that you go and do the yeah. combat, and the combat's it's it's fine. Maybe it's between fine and good, but it's not great. The it's gotten better, not... but yeah, it's not. Yeah. 
And so when I saw this, I thought, oh, I wonder if it'll actually be a really fun combat with some. I mean, it stuff. is Square. Square does seem to be like they kind of care about their combat. Like when they're when they make a game, they're like, yeah, let's really try to like kind of make the combat fun, you know. That they said about Rune Factory, sort of though, like, I played so much Rune Factory 2 on my DS, like, so much What if much we make Rune the Factory. combat in NFT? Then, you know. <laughs> nope. Cease this. Cease this. Cease this immediately. Cease this. <laughs> uh, the final Direct Mini announcements were all about Persona, so just like with Xbox. I got out of my chair. <laughs> well, that's just because you fell out from falling asleep, but that's different. That's I um, did not see that coming, Jeff. I did not. They see finally that. announced good games at this one, right, guys? Persona, because Persona of the old 3. games they announced for Switch, finally. Persona 3, 4, and 5 coming to Switch, just like to the Xbox, where you've got five royal hitting this fall and then the other two coming soon is all it says for three and four. Um, oh i didn't realize they weren't dropping at the same time i thought they were no no yeah, they're no. all yeah coming that's, that's, that's okay so. five royals that's exactly great. what it so said for the xbox too it is it kind of hasn't spaced um, out I'm i think pumped this for is, this yeah i think it's great it's no longer just on sony platforms like perfect. make more money Switch. royal more money. Uh, so there's so much grinding that goes into these games that like yes. being able to like do that like while you're like pooping or sitting at the bus stop or, poop, like, or, or just sitting yeah. there not doing anything i don't know or, or don't just know. sitting there oh, pooping yeah. at the poops, uh, bus yeah. stop you know whatever you know? Like, <laughs> they're uh, perfect for like, switch it, it's, right. it's good it's good to be able to like uh, do real. all that stuff on there you know like uh that that's what was so nice about persona 3 and 4 being like remade or retooled to be on like the psp and the vita respectively yeah. I played four on the Vita for quite a while. Uh, that was good and, and like the, they just fit well in in those types of yeah. kind of like bites, you know, those handheld bites, if you will. Yeah. Uh, uh, but also like five is such a like stylistic, sound oriented experience that like sitting there on like a big speaker or or on a big TV, like sometimes that's the experience as well. But like I think three and four sure. are, are very 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 good games to put on the Switch, yeah. uh, and yeah. five is just a kind of a bonus. So. I'm just glad they're putting on more platforms so they can kind of, you know, Here, yeah. get some I'm more money. So, Xbox, yeah. you know, like yeah. this is a series that I think like has potential to reach a lot of people. Um, you know, it just it just was only on one particular system, so didn't didn't have the opportunity to reach as many as it could. Yeah, just like with every other multi-platform game, if you're going to play it on a big screen and have other consoles, you know, grab Persona Five on the best version of console that you've got. But it's not it's a, a bad idea. It, it's it's gonna from what I can tell, probably going to look and play just fine. With the art design that it has, it should look and play just fine on the Switch, too. It's a little so. fuzzy, like the, the pictures that we saw like of, of it playing like on the Switch. But it won't like, be as sharp. but Yeah, but that's yeah, that's to be expected. But you, I, I think yeah. you, you nailed it, Tim, is that like the, uh, the art style transfers across generations very, very easily without like losing a lot of like sharpness. Or, and I think know. for three and four, you might not notice a difference at all, but maybe I don't you think, would. Yeah, I don't think um, you notice a difference at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, they might look better, actually, on the little yeah. screen. Um, so, speaking of Nintendo, they're adding four Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis games to their Switch Online service. Mega Man The Wily Wars. I refuse to call it The Willy Wars, even though it looks like that. Well, it's Wily. Uh, I know, but it looks like The Willy Wars. <laughs> You're just thinking uh, about Willy's, Tim. Comic Zone, Target Earth. And zero wing. I haven't heard of any of these. I've heard Is of Mega Comic Man. Zone, like the side scroller, like where you made him up. I feel like I know Comic <laughs> Zone at least. Yeah, here's yeah. four phrases that Tim wanted to say today. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> new story. Welcome to Earth. Yeah, I think Comic Zone might be that side scroller <laughs> where you go through the comic, the comic uh, frames. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. The different, pa- yeah. That's Keep my that movie does. quotes out of <laughs> effing mouth. That <laughs> ring a bell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That does ring a bell. Sorry. That was good. That was perfect. 
Um, guys, just like we like to do every week, here's your Ubisoft rumor roundup. <laughs> what do they do now, Tim? My favorite, what do they do my now? favorite segment of the podcast for sure. <laughs> what do they do now? Let's well, they have a showcase coming, so there's like a lot of news leaking about them uh, right now. Ubisoft news leaking? No way! Yeah. It sounds like they might possibly, if these rumors are correct, have two of their marquee games. I'm not saying they're going to be excellent, but their marquee games on their calendar could be coming out within 10 days of each other, and it looks like Skull and Bones is the one we can count on more reliably, probably arriving in November, on November 8th. That's the leaked release date, but it seems pretty solid based on, it doesn't look like someone typed it up and took a picture of it and pretended yeah. it was real. Yeah. Like, this looks like real marketing type stuff. It's on videos. Like it, November 8th feels like the real date for that game. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. The other one, take with a grain of salt, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora is supposedly launching November 18th according to some leaks. Now, yeah, I think Deadline movie wise, got that, the scoop on this, which is like a reputable it, light. It makes sense, you know, right, with the movie, whatever. though, right? Doesn't it make sense with the movie release? It does, yeah, because so. that comes out in uh, Christmas or whenever I'm not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to come in uh, December of uh, Never Gonna Go. <laughs> so, Tim, instead December of, of 20XX, who cares? So instead, yeah. of Monster, instead of Monster Hunter for the one half of the thumbnail, Tim, I'm just going to do um, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Avatar. <laughs> you guys seen faces. Avatar? Ooh, I, I, I have 45 minutes of content for Avatar if we know. Are you writing? I don't know how to write. <laughs> so here's the thing with uh, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. I anticipate this to be a game that probably... It probably will be technically impressive. I don't think it's going to be ugly. Uh, it might not okay, end up, yeah. but but I also think it's going to end up being like a kind of a Far Cry DLC feeling experience where it's going to be like in the mid 70s and some folks really like it and other folks are like, nope, I hated the movies and I hate the game, you know, so and I get Watch that. Watch Dogs 3, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, it could be, could yeah. be. Or like some of the other Far Cry spinoffs like Primal and stuff that I liked, but not everyone did, you know. Um, but I anyway. Like Primal. I like Primal. Yeah, that's did cool. you? That's okay. a good spinoff, yeah. Um, but it's, this comes in with a lot of baggage, you know, attached to the movie too. So we'll it see. It does, yeah. It's it's kind of an uphill battle for itself, but uh, I think that this is something. I mean, because that it's a very video gamey world, you know what it I is. mean? Uh, so it it's is. like this is, I thought this that is when I saw the movie. This too. is something that could work, you know, in a video game, and uh, you you're playing giant, you know, blue guys who are swinging around everywhere. Like, there's a lot of video game mechanics that are like built into the movie. So like. Just to say something positive about it, like this is this is a concept that could work in yeah. a video game format, it but could. like whether or not Ubisoft of all people pulls it off, I I couldn't tell you. And it's supposed to be a know. huge yeah. planet that we've only seen a really small portion of, so they yeah. have a lot of possibilities with environments and creatures if they decide to. But they could they might keep it very localized. They're super into mounts, you know. So like you're you're gonna ride different like a hundred different animals in this game, you know. Like it's again like there's a lot of built-in mechanics like already in. I anticipate a Far Cry-like experience. I know I we haven't seen anything on this game, but I do wonder <laughs> yeah. if uh, if there's going to be an underwater mechanic because, you know, James Cameron... Yeah. I mean, that's the name of the freaking second movie. It's like Way of Water. Right, so there's right. going to be, like, a lot of under underwater mechanics and, like... Or not mechanics, but, like, yeah. special effects and stuff. And like, that's what took them so long. So, like, are, are they going to have to put that in the game now because that's going to be a huge part of the sequels? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And you know, video games and underwater levels all, always a slam dunk. Every single time. <laughs> Every single time. Since the beginning I, of games. I did not have yeah. a problem with it at all in Forbidden West. It did not. Oh, I was gonna. Crazy I was literally about to say. Like, it um, looks pretty, right? I mean, and, yeah. uh, it, it looks the pretty. The water temple and yeah, Ocarina Time guys. <laughs> you know, we should do a whole episode on favorite water levels because I feel like Donkey Kong Country might be actually have some pretty decent ones mm, compared to the others. I'm a thousand percent sure I have a list on my phone about my um, least favorite water levels of all time in gaming. <laughs> 
We can make that a conversation real Dude, quick. Dude, the, <laughs> the Ninja Turtles game on uh, Nintendo, original Nintendo, that had oh, some tricky underwater levels. Yeah, Even yeah. like Mario, like in the first Mario when you were yeah. small, I'm like, I hate these levels. Stop it. Because <laughs> yeah. you, you have to time hitting the, stopping yeah. and hitting the B There's button so you float down. So stressful. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> speaking of Avatar, though, uh, and this is really Avatar. funny to me. Speaking of Avatar, so, this can't be real. Sigourney, this is 100% real, I promise you. Sigourney Weaver has been cast as another character in the sequel to Avatar. Wait. But because her character's dead. Sorry, spoilers from the first Avatar. She's dead. <laughs> I, you know how could how she be in the movie if she's dead? Yeah, that exactly. movie was so unmemorable. And now... Dead. They're pulling a Columbo where they just recast old actors because who cares? Yeah, and they're, and they're putting her in there as their adopted teenage daughter. Okay. What? <laughs> She's the main character in Zoe Saldana's characters, like adopted teenage daughter. I, what? She's older than them. She's like, like I, seventy. It makes in no human sense. Years. Dude, I don't. I'm confused. Listen. I'm trying they even put to put pictures of her up and everything. Entertainment as I Weekly said a whole earlier, spread about I'm, Avatar. Like I'm trying to keep it's it official, pee, but this yeah, is I not mean, sounding great. This is Wait, so. Is she not? Is she not playing an Avatar? She is. She's, oh, playing, she is Avatar, playing an Avatar, but she's playing a, like a native a like, hybrid, right? Because uh, so like, in human. the first movie, she played a human who had an Avatar body and blah blah blah, right. and her character yeah. dies off. And then in this one, it sounds like she's playing an actual like. Whatever they're Pandoran, yeah. whatever they're called, Navi. She's an yeah, actual whatever, Navi. Navi. Yes, yes, you're right. I'm just yes. gonna keep calling them Avatar. Avatar. Um, Are you gonna be one of them blue but, avatars? But she's actually not an Avatar this time because she's not a human anymore. She's just like she's just Native. one of the blue she's people. Navi. Yeah, she's and she's Dude. adopted, so you don't know where she came from. She came, By the way, I've come from that think, other blue clan. Who knows? I, I don't know. I forget who was appointed this out That's to racist. me, but they're. I've always made fun of their unobtainium name for their rocks that they are looking yeah. for because it's hard Apparently, to obtain yes. it. And fans of but, the movie are always like, you know that they say that in like science, right? Like, you know, they okay. say that for real when sure. they can't define also, an element. I'm like, oh, it doesn't make to, it less stupid, down. though. That just <laughs> exactly. Just imagine them sitting around the table like, OK, what do we call this rock? It's hard to obtain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah. always think that. But I'm also thinking that the, like, the blue people that already live there, like, OK, so, they're, so these people are like they're native to that land. Native, native. Nah. Navi. I mean. God, nice. what about adamantium? You found it. It's like, oh my gosh. And uh, taken. It's too uh, good a lot taken. about that movie. I'm what? just saying. I mean, adamantium. What's the deal with that? I mean, <laughs> uh, lastly, what's the deal with adamantium? <laughs> we talked about we talked about Persona earlier, but it does sound like Sega is looking to adapt their Persona somehow their IP into. Didn't live see that coming. Live action film or TV. Oh, yeah. that's the name of the song. Yeah. Yep. Oh, did you do that on purpose or? Yep. I totally missed it. It's the name of the song is You'll Never See, see it Coming. Wait, the song from Persona is that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. God damn it. It was, it, a, deep cut, it was a deep cut joke that I was surprised <laughs> that he made. Did yeah. you not play Persona, Tim? The fifth one? No? Yeah. All right. Just I didn't. Going. I definitely so the Persona song up. is every just, time you do anything. <laughs> so the Persona song I don't remember song it at is, all. Is, uh, it's quoting Quicksilver? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What? That's over from yeah. Avengers: What's the deal Age with of Ultron. Ultron. You'll never see it coming. Yes. You didn't Dude, see that I gotta tell you, like, <laughs> I was just. What is that? I know What's people that? love Persona Five, and I don't hate it by any stretch. But I was trying to skip so much in that game. I don't remember a lot of like the music. Like I was just trying to like, how do you go faster? Because I'm tired. The music's of it. one of the best part of how that game. Faster? How dare you? I am a fan yeah, right. on so many levels. Oh, that, you sound like such a Derek right now. 
I'm very sorry. Why is all this story in this story game? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You talk about that awesome narrative as you're walking back to the same apartment every day? That part of the story? Very hanging important. out with the cool cat, know. Tim. Very important that I see that every Hanging day. out with the cool cat, it Tim. Is. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, so then you have it every day. But hey, now that it's on Nintendo, I'll probably play it and love it because it's on the right platform. Uh, okay. It was on right. Sony. It was on Sony only. I couldn't enjoy it. Now I'll enjoy it. It's on Xbox. Sure, and, exactly. Anything. There's some math there. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. That checks out. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, okay. They're not games if we're on PlayStation. I'm just saying. Last thing I'll wrap up with, and I'm still sure. waiting for my email from Valve, but it sounds like the Steam Deck um, production is ramping up, and some of that is due to what some folks are complaining about is they've partially, maybe a little bit downgraded what they're putting in as their SSD drives, mm. but um. They're saying it doesn't affect, you know, gameplay or the way it processes anything, but they're they weren't very they didn't say anything about whether or not it's, it slows down load times, which I think some folks are upset about. <laughs> load. It's just like a slightly <laughs> good. Damn it's it, just yeah. a slightly I lesser know. version of you the SSD. So but I think that's why they've been able to ramp up production, which means every Monday and Thursday they're gonna send out new emails. Are you still laughing about the word load? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I don't know why I'm still laughing. I'm sorry. Right, we'll, give you, we'll give you a I'm minute. I'm laughing because he's laughing. I'm not immature. Are you drunk and high? Like, what's happening? Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Tim's, Tim's okay. really disappointed uh, in us. He's like, he's a dad. He's disappointed. I was just, I was just waiting it out. I was just waiting it out. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's I drove, a I, with kids sometimes, yeah. I, 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 dude, I was just going to say, I drove my kids back from, it was like an hour and 45 minute, two hour drive back from camp. They were all at camp this week. The bigger kids were. And so, like, the whole ride home was just crazy stories and loudness and energy levels very high. So I was doing a lot of this on the way home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No way. That's <laughs> all you were all a mistake. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, no way. Oh, uh-huh. uh, wow. Um, but, yeah, real. I think that's all we got for this week. Oh, I, anyway, what I was going to say was if you're like me and you're waiting for those Steam Deck emails, they, they're, according to Twitter... Uh, Steam said that they're sending them out every Monday and Thursday. So they just sent out their first Q3 emails on Thursday. Our buddy Dan Phillips was part of that. I was not. So I'm hoping that maybe I'm in the second wave of Q3. Maybe I'll get mine, you know, this week. We'll see. I got mine reserved for sure. Yeah, mine's it's like five bucks to reserve it. So I just I... think it's weird that Derek got his like so fast and like. Yeah, I thought he got his around the same time you did, Tim. I, I don't know. Well, we everyone. I mean, yeah, we pre-ordered them the same day. People who mm-hmm. got theirs in February pre-ordered theirs the same day as I did. It's just I didn't get in the digital queue yeah. in the right mm-hmm. way. I, oh, huh. did it sounds, wrong. sounds yeah. dumb to me. Did it wrong? Yeah, it's no big deal. Did it wrong? No big deal. You're just terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's 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 like, right. I don't like. What, I needed to spam the button better. I didn't spam the button enough. The refresh and yeah. pull up the button. I didn't do it well. If enough. you were a bot, you know, you I mean, wouldn't have problem. You didn't want it. You didn't want it. Right. I'll tell you what I didn't do. I did not sit there during work hours on my work, personal, and phone. Work and personal computers and phone, trying to refresh and all three. Spamming every machine. Yeah, that I is a thousand percent not how I got my PS5 and Xbox. Yeah, that's not how I got my PS5 at all. <laughs> I can't even would have never thought of doing that. No. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. All right, well, that does it for us for this week. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Thanks for playing Kahoot. Congratulations to our reigning champion, not Tim. Jeffrey Whitman. Yes, that's right, Jeffrey Whitman. Not as long as you know it wasn't Tim. We're good. All right, Tim. thank you guys for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Boobies. Wieners. Wieners.